The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Its pulsating sounds penetrate deep into your ear canal to stimulate your cochlea in ways no other show can. This is your final warning. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. I get the keys ready to come in and we come the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? <laughs> Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! Ah! Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play Little Green instead. Aquaman's a hero! Let's see what Spider-Man number one looks like. I guarantee you blow the road like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum, assemble! Welcome back once again to your weekly comic book news source. Bring you the latest and lamest in the happenings in pop culture. And uh, we talk a lot of shit. And boy, do we have a lot of shit to talk about this week. We had Aquaman come out. We had Deadly Class. They snuck in the pilot episode on YouTube for free. If you haven't had a chance to see it, I recommend you do that. Runaways came out in a couple, maybe a little over a week or so. We had the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Christmas special. And then, yeah, and Oz and I both read Spider Geddon. Yeah. So, yeah, we got we got a lot to talk about today. That and news. Uh, what are you going to say, Oz? I, I read Marvel. Ugh. Yeah. Do you feel a little dirty? A little bit. But you like it. I, I feel a little superior now. <laughs> but yeah, as usual, we have a fractured cast. We are missing both Lawrence and Joe. Fractured? We got Excuse Thanos me. today. <laughs> Hold on, I don't know how to add somebody to the line here. Mo, why did you snap him out of existence? I, you know, I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't take it. I knew we were going to talk about Marvel. Excuse me, I want to take a swig of this beer. <sighs> I, you know, I knew we were going to talk about uh, Marvel, and uh, I didn't want Larry's uh, constant sycophanting. I probably shouldn't ask you a question when you're trying to figure out computer stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to tell Tiger Claw, hey, uh, call Oz, <laughs> but he's calling me, so I'm trying to add him so I don't have to tell him that. And then, you know, but that's how it goes. I, you know me, I can host and I can do tech stuff. I just can't do them at the same time. Yeah, so he's expect his call. Adam, please don't lose me because we are live. And as usual, you can uh, you can uh, support us by supporting the people who support us, like Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's Comics is 
your one-stop shop for comic books and collectibles and knickknacks and all this fun stuff you have now. You can get your little uh, chibi some some Mortal Kombat eraser heads to put on your erasers for your little school pencils and all that. You can get them there in little mystery packets, so you don't know what you're getting. It's exciting. Uh, you can do that by giving them a call. 310-538-3198. If you mention Fantastic Forum, you can buy three trade paperbacks and get the fourth one free, as well as uh, free shipping to anywhere in the U.S. It's a good time to catch up on your uh, deadly class, if you're so inclined, if you like the TV show and the comics. It's a pretty good deal. You know, Mar- uh, Image usually has all their first trade paperbacks at a discounted rate, too, so that counts as one of your first three, I, I think. Tiger Claw doesn't know your Skype in chat and by me saying that is me bringing chat into our dialogue here or my monologue it's a way you can join the conversation whether you want to tell us something or comment on something we're commenting about or post a news story or ask a question you can want to get in on the action call fantastic forum on skype and join the fun too shy to call in that's okay you can join the discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live join the party you know you want to. I've got like three screens going. I don't know. I, there's, yeah. there's, there's a lot. I got I got chat. I got fix board. Um, I got a phone ringing. Um, this might put you on hold because I don't know how to do stuff. Hello? Hello. Yeah, I, I don't know how to add him. <laughs> Let me see if I can add him. From well, he, he said he's going to call and he called with his account. So I, oh, okay. I, I have I'm having a call with the All Games account, so we can get callers in. Should anybody okay. want to call? Yeah, as you heard the the lovely intern, um, Susie P. Intern, if you will, is her full name. She mentioned you can call Fantastic Forum on Skype, but that is not the case today. Right. I I should have had her do the other one. Yeah, she's on vacation. Okay. Oh, she's on vacation now. Oh yeah, but, I mean, by the time we get back, she's on winter break. Yeah, obviously the family. Yeah. To be honest, I want her. I'd rather work with her hot roommate because she's British. So, oh, there we go. Hello, hello. Okay, I'm here. Hey, we're all here. Okay, we're here. Uh, except, oh, oh, there you are. Okay, okay, we're good to go. All right. So today you can call All Games Network on Skype, and that'll be. That'll be the way to get in. Oh, um, is uh, is is anyone recording the show? I, I am. I, I'm Just wondering. I'm doing every oh, everything. Oh, okay. Else. All right. uh, looks Hold like Moses is disconnected. I, I'll try you, to. Uh, I'm adding him right now. I think I'm adding him. Okay. What happened? Uh, okay. You actually. Oh, there you dropped. are. Welcome. Okay. I think. Yeah, I, you disconnected. Oh, okay. Too much stuff going on, man. This is. Yeah, it's all Larry's fault. Skype is it's Skype is hard. Uh, yeah, I was saying before I was realized I was off the air that it's a weird show when Larry's not here because I have a lot of shit to talk about and I want to get his take on things. So it feels like a half show. You know what I mean? And usually, oh yeah, to- I, yeah, I saw one of his comments in regards to the Bumblebee movie. Yeah, I don't know anything about that because I didn't read that. But I haven't seen I, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet, but I plan on seeing it this weekend. Well, usually when Larry's not here, I just start off with news to get everybody in the vibe of talking shit. So, Tyre Claw, why don't you... Uh, well, first of all, Oz, why don't you play that news music? And Tyre Claw, you take over the <laughs> Comic Con! 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 Comic Con
comic book news. We should have a like uh, comic book like Kurt. Uh, <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. I swear, I thought you were giving me the signal. Yeah, I was. Okay, okay. Now, first of all, uh, do you guys have any news to talk about? Because uh, it's been a slow news day, and I haven't seen any news posted here lately. <laughs> okay. Thank you, you, Utah Film Critics Association uh, has named Into the Spider-Verse as the best movie of 2018. I don't know why we care about the Utah Film Critics Association. Well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to have to agree with them on that one because it is the best Spider-Man of 2018. Well, it's, the, it's the only Spider-Man of 2018, isn't it? Uh, I mean, like when, yeah. did, when did Homecoming come out? Last year. It came out in 2017. Yeah. Like, all we got Spider-Man in well, this year was the game and... The his you know whatever twenty minutes of Infinity War that he was in, yeah, but that wasn't a Spider Man movie. Uh, and then we and then we got Venom, which is sort of Spider Man ish. It's not Spider Man at all. Like they actually went the extra yeah. mile to not make it Spider Man. So you can't don't even try doing that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean I agree with them. In fact, I'm gonna go one step further and say it's the best Spider Man movie ever. So there for for once, you and I agree on that. Oh, you're you're both wrong. Why? No, no, no. You and I, no, you and I agree on that because Into the Spider Verse has things that Moses likes about it. It also has things that I like about it too. So it, you know, we both agree on on a movie for one. It's blurry as fuck. It doesn't make got, sense uh, that this kid goes from you got you got not knowing what the hell he's doing to like blurry. the ultimate Spider Man in a day and a half. It actually not even a day and a half. Technically, within an hour. From the time that he gets tied up in, in the spider web to the time that he's like this great hero is like an hour. It takes at least two hours for the fucking webs to dissolve, but somehow he got he got out and became got a new costume, got his own web shooters, learned how to how to do everything and becomes this amazing superhero in an hour. Well 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 you have to take it to let me let me this is Coming from a Spider-Man perspective here. All right. First of all, Oz, you don't know how the spider stuff works. Once you get bitten by the radiated spider, you got all that. It's all about instinct. The problem with people is that there's a mental block. So they all got it. You just got to The whole movie was them telling them to remove that mental block. You know what I mean? Like, that was the biggest thing that the fat-bellied Peter Parker told him. And as soon as, really, as soon as he let that mental block go, he was able to do what he needed. Like, it happened It happened throughout the movie, actually. Like, even when he started singing, when he was on the ceiling, he couldn't unstick. Like, he's like, just relax and go with the flow, you know? And then he was able to unstick. Yeah. I still don't think he had enough time to go get the costume, the shooter. Spray, he, he redecorated the costume. Like, he literally spray paints... A costume to make it his own yeah like that that just happened a little quick well, you, if, if they would if it yeah, would have been spread over a, a couple more days then yeah i probably could have let it go but that yeah but you me. have to take into account that he met the peter parker from the other universe and that kind of accelerated the whole process i mean if he wasn't involved it would have taken a lot longer all right look tire cloud please don't defend the movie man because that that's not I mean, I love the movie. That was part of the, that guy didn't teach him anything for a good while. He didn't even want to teach him. Yeah, but then yeah, he was like, "Look, this being Spider Man has like fucked up shit for me, and but you shouldn't still, be." Like even the blurry shit. Like I hate the blurry shit. 
that is is way over it's a thing that's way overdone it's something that i didn't like in comics like comics do that especially you know it, it the thing with what that blurriness was was the four color screen printing registration problems that the old comics used to have with that newsprint where the colors used to bleed or or you know and they used to overlap each other like off you know right we've and it, we've advanced from that technology <laughs> yeah we hated that we hated that in comics and you know seeing that in the movie at, at, at a given point would be cool but not not the whole fucking movie I, I agree with you about it being blurry but to me it still is the best spider-man movie ever the only thing i would have liked to see in it that i felt was missing was no parker that was in that movie felt like shock and and got hit by an emotional train wreck when they saw Gwen Stacy. Oh, right, because they both, they're like, she's the first one. Well, she's the first one, but they all of them lost Gwen Stacy. Right, almost well, that's what I mean. She's Yeah, she's the first person they loved and lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah and, and, and the other way around, when she sees Peter Parker and she didn't, have any reaction was uh, you read you read the comic books was there that shocking moment when they see spider gwen yeah but see and that's that's kind of why i'm glad they kind of didn't do it either because that in the first spider-verse when he meets her it's actually the main peter parker 616 peter parker the one that we've experienced all these feelings with and he saw her so and he's the one that reacted like the other ones kind of reacted afterwards, but they didn't know she was Gwen Stacy. They just thought she was a female, like, you know. And then when she took off her mask and talked to Peter, he was like, fuck. And, you know, and then she, in the movie, she did have a reaction of meeting Parker, too, but it wasn't as big as, as it is in the comics. And it's funny because in her spider get tie in Ghost Spider, she meets a Parker and she's like, oh, shit, another Parker. I hate meeting Parkers because every time I meet a Parker, I know there's a Gwen Stacy. Yeah. And more often than not, she's dead. Yeah. And definitely old man Peter Parker should have had the reaction because you can kind of say that, oh, well, if they know there's a spider verse, then they know that's not yeah. their Gwen Stacy. But when that dude sees yeah. the other Mary Jane, like he he loses it. Yeah. 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 So he he's probably from a universe that didn't have a Gwen Stacy. Well, he's supposed uh, I, to be our six one six Spider Man. Not really. That's the way it was described to me by interviews I I heard with the actors. Is he supposed yeah, to I be that, the I main mean, that, one? That, that that chubby Peter Parker. I heard he's like an amagon of all the Peter Parkers we've seen from I'm all sorry, the Spider Man so, movies. I'm sorry, he's a yeah. what? Yeah, he's a what? An amount? Uh, 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 what uh, he's movie? a combination of all the Peter Parkers that we've oh, seen, it, from wanted, the Raimi's to the Amazing Spider-Man, and the most recent. Okay, so he's movies Spider-Man. Yeah, not six one six Spider-Man. Yeah, not six one six Spider-Man. I he's Sony, yeah. but yeah, he definitely has a lot more of the Tobey Maguire stuff in it. But it's not even like. Similar events happen to him, but right, they do the train and the, the yeah, dance, the upside down kiss, and the... everybody does the upside down kiss though. Yes, uh, even the little, even that little dance that he does. Yeah, I hated seeing that again, but it worked. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. That's I don't know what the sequel is going to be like, but I'm all for it. I, I just I wish they would connect with the comics, like have an event or. The game, the game Spider-Man going on it. The game Spider-Man actually turned out to be a good character, both in the game and in the comics, as you'll hear later when we talk about Spider-Geddon. Yeah. Plus, you also ruined it for me 
Because now I just keep thinking Miles Davis. And that's what it is. That's his real name. That's his legal name. I know, but everybody calls him Morales. Yeah, uh, not me. That's Miles Davis. Yeah. Like, well, I'm supposed to call him something you, you else finished because, it. because did, he doesn't like. Did you finish? He the doesn't PS4? like jazz. Uh, did you get around to finishing the Spider-Man game yet? Nah, I, I'm like 52% done. Hmm. Still got long way to go. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm not in a hurry. I'm enjoying the process. So, um, yeah, you and could, then I, I you could I spend got, a day just just help, just solving crimes. Yeah, and then the base, like, because I want to upgrade my ship, but I hate the base missions, like the little what is it the what they call it the horde type defense thing. Oh yeah, I, I hate those because they start off letting you do stealth, but then it goes into full atta- full on attack mode. Yeah, I wish it was stealth all the way. Well, it, it's like a Spider-Man. You should be able to do everything, like everything he's known for, like as his techniques. You know, like it, you should be able to complete the whole game in stealth, really, if you want, or just beat him up, or a combination, of, or just slinging, like be in the air the whole time you're fighting. Yeah, but, like when I fought the Kingpin early on, it didn't let me stick to walls or or do anything but it's something that the game hadn't taught me how to do so i feel like maybe that's that's why i couldn't do it maybe if i play again from the beginning i could do it but i'm not gonna do that in other news titans had this batman in the recent episode i guess the finale was it the finale yeah it's the season finale season finale yeah yeah so they released a behind the scenes picture of uh the batman from it the batman costume and it looks terrible behind the scenes i heard that on the actual episode it looks good but i I didn't see it 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 does because you don't actually see it in the light it's a lot of batman in the shadows oh okay so you don't like you don't even you can't even see the guy's face the actor that played batman was putting pictures of himself in the costume and i realized it's because you can't you, you don't know who the fuck that is in the show it's all in shadows which batman should be yeah so when they, I just put the picture up that they released, and yeah, yeah it, it looked weird to it, me. It like looks, mask. it looks cheap, but in the TV show, it, it's it's all shadows. So really, yeah, it's like, silhouettes and capes. Really, the batarangs look weird to me because they they're basically like a dagger with a crooked end, <laughs> or like a like a carabit kind of like the you know how the the. The wings are kind of curved and, yeah. and sharp. Now imagine the the part that connects the the outer wings to the the little bat body is is a is like a knife. Oh, like if you hold it by by one of those ends, it's like yeah. you're holding a dagger that's like crooked at the top. Huh. And but and that that kind of went along with what was happening in the episode where Batman turns into the Punisher and just mows down every villain in gotham like literally there's they find they find the the joker dead well they think he's dead because he got thrown off a building onto a car Mm -hmm. and then turns out he survived and so grayson's like trying to tell batman look you you haven't crossed that line yet you got lucky he survived and next thing you know batman goes to the hospital to finish the job (laughs) so yeah it's batman becoming punisher how do you feel about that though I'm okay with it because of what was actually happening. It wasn't. It wasn't a real thing. It was uh, Trigon fucking with Grayson's head and oh, trying okay. to trying to get Grayson to to get his dark side out. So he's just pushing Grayson emotionally to get him to actually kill and not just kill, but he wanted to. He wanted him to kill Batman. So he kept giving him reasons like this guy's not going to stop. It's not like you're the only one that can stop him. It, that that's all it was. So it, technically it's a dream sequence. It's, it's fucking with Grayson's head. So that's why 
I didn't. So that's it. not the reason that Grayson left him then. No, the no. the reason he left them, they they actually show that there is a an episode where because he thinks he's becoming too violent, like he's he's like you know he sees Batman as Bruce Wayne's darkness taking over and he saw that darkness growing in him but he didn't he doesn't have the the self-control that that bruce has so he thought if he kept going as robin with with batman he was going to kill somebody and there's an episode where he goes after after the mob boss that that killed his parents and is about to kill him himself and then stands back while somebody else kills him. You know, like he was in police custody and safe. And because Robin broke him out to to beat the hell out of him and possibly kill him, that gets him mm-hmm. killed by other mob bosses because, you know, he that mob boss was going to was going to talk. And so that's why he left, because he he almost crossed the line and he knew that eventually he would if he stayed with Batman. Or at least that's how he felt. Yeah. That's what I get that, from the from that show. Oh, so basically, yeah. So basically, he feels responsible for what happened. That's why he feels he responsible for him. what happens, and he feels that there's going to come a point where he he won't be able to stop himself. Like he stopped himself from from just stabbing the dude in the face that one day. But the more he the more he went out and the more shit he saw, eventually he was going to just go bad. Which is what Trigon sensed. And was trying to bring out of him, bring out that badness to show to show that he, you know, like they say, one bad day and you become a villain. Okay. So uh, in chat reactions to that, I posted the picture in chat, but those reactions are uh, Hex says Batfleck. Big Man says that's some upside down shit right there. Uh, Hex says Bat Punisher. Like Batman just taking a selfie. Yes, Batman taking himself. Hey, I'm in an elevator. Yeah, and he had to because nobody would have ever known that was him. Yeah, yeah, because it's just like a stunt guy, right? They don't get no. Yeah, they, he's all in the shadows. Like that—that's honestly the best way to do like a Batman movie. Like and that chin, that chin, bro, that chin is huge. Well, you need a huge chin if you're gonna be a, a bat person, because that's all you get to see. That's what distinguishes you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in the case of Ben Affleck, you need a huge chin and fake muscles. His muscles weren't a hundred percent fake, though. They're not like Shazam guy, Le- Levi. Levi. I, I don't know, man. In those in Justice League, man, his head looks small, and that motherfucker has a big head. But you could see like the shadow cast from like the costume was like floating around his neck. I'm going to have to watch that movie again as research. <laughs> Are you reading Justice League at all? No, actually, I haven't. But I, I just caught up caught up with uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns. Oh, okay. Um, that's the Grant Morrison one? No, no, that's that's the old one. Grant Morrison one, I, fuck, I forgot about that because I read the first issue of that. Yeah. They're probably on issue two, maybe three by now. So, I, yeah, I got I to gotta look that up. No, I was reading the, the old ongoing because they had Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns and they also had Green Lanterns, which is um, Simon Bass and Jessica. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how they transitioned from that to the Grant Morrison one because the Grant Morrison one, I think, is same universe. Nothing with Grant Morrison the same universe. Like... <laughs> It's supposed to be. No, even if it is, it isn't. Like, he's going to do what he does. So you can't, like, if they're going to retcon it, like, the next arc yeah, when his I, contract runs off. I don't remember if we if we talked about that issue. I don't think but, we did. I think we were going to, but we ended up not talking about it. Yeah, well, we're going to have to get, I'm going to look up, see what issue they're on and, and read a couple of them. Because I do remember that first one was kind of, uh, it was like, a, it was weird. It was an origin you know, but mm-hmm. it's like, like, I hate to say rebirth because that has its own connotations. But it, it was, 
yeah, I guess like a like a rebirth of of Green Lantern. It, it's his original story, but but kind of different because he's you know he's been Green Lantern for a while. I guess it's kind of like the original Star Wars and Force Awakens, oh, how okay. they're kind of like the same, but not really because they take place years apart and they're kind of different. Yeah. You see all the parallels. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a Grant Morrison book. How do you describe a Grant Morrison book? Yeah. It's, look, I'm surprised you don't have to be like high on shrooms to, to read it. No, that's that's the best way I can describe it. It felt like reading uh, Green Lantern number one, where he first gets the ring. But it's not Green Lantern number one. He's been Green Lantern. Like, it's Green Lantern after the book that I've been reading for 10 years. So, d- did you read uh, All-Star Superman? That was a long time ago, right? Yeah, but it, does it feel like that for you? Like, where he, like, really, like, likes the character and... and- sees how great it is so he kind of like tones down his grant morrisonism but does some of it to like give you a cool story no 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 it feels like like he doesn't love like he's like he's collecting a paycheck but he did his research but he's taking it serious like he's not phoning it in yeah he's doing a good job yeah he's doing a good job but i don't i don't think he loves it yeah i don't think he loves the character okay did he do all-star batman too no all-star batman was frank miller Okay, that's the one that I remember the most. Yeah, because that was a good one. Like it had, the art was like so good. Like it was Jim Lee. Yeah. Is it is it a little too late to do an All Star Aquaman? Um, unless they did it. Honestly, I think they did an All Star Wonder Woman. But I think, I think they did a whole Justice League. I, yeah, I think they did do an All Star Justice League. I'm not 100 percent sure. Tyrell, I saw that you posted a news story, but I'm gonna save that news story for when Larry's here because it might be a topic. Yeah, because I don't know for some reason he got pissed at that from the yeah. So well, yeah, Larry. I mean, needs yeah, to he here. yeah. I saw yeah. I saw the tweet that he posted and it said and he wasn't really happy about it. Now did he post it under his or on Fantastic Forum? No, he put it on. He posted on his Twitter. Damn it. Nah, I, don't, right. I don't even have Twitter anymore, so. I use it to see what the president's drunk tweeting. And then I drunk tweet at him. All right. So next news story. Yeah, that, that Optimus Prime story is something that I want to hear Larry cry about. Uh, 20th Century Fox is trying to register Avatar as a comic book trademark. Uh, you know, they're doing the Avatar. Avatar the blue people or the airbender? So the blue people, but they, they have a list of things they're trying to associate with Avatar as trademark. So non-medicated cosmetics and toiletry preparations, non-medicated dentifrices, perfumery, essential oils, bleaching preparations, other substances for laundry use, cleaning, polishing, scouring, abrasive preparations, antiperspirants, baby wipes, bath oil, bath salts, beauty masks, body sprayers, bubble bath, coloring preparations for cosmetic purposes, cosmetics, cosmetic preparations, decorative transfers, and skin jewels for cosmetic purposes, deodorants, detergents for household use, eau de toilette, false eyelashes, flavorings in form of cords, ropes, or wicks, not wax that emit fragrance, fragrances, hair care preparations, hair coloring preparations, hair shampoo, hair conditioners, hair spray, hair gel, hair styling preparations, lip balm, lotions, cream, and oil for the skin, hair, face, and body, Makeup preparations, makeup remover, makeup, mouth freshener, nail care preparations, nail polish, non-medicated bath preparations, non-medicated lip preparations, non-medicated skin care preparations, non-medicated sun care preparations, colognes, 
scented room sprays, shaving cream, shaving gel, skin cleansing creams and washes, soaps, sun tanning preparations, sunless self-tanners, sunscreen preparations, toothpaste, and mouthwashes, air fresheners, adhesive tape for medical purposes, air deodorant, air purifying preparations, all-purpose disinfectants, anti-cavity dental coating preparations containing fluoride, anti-inflammatory sprays, gels, salves, gels, bandages for skin, wounds, calcium-fortified candy for medical purposes, Carpet deodorizers, deodorizing preparations for pet litter boxes, dietary supplements, disposable swim diapers for infants and children, energy-boosting supplements, eye patches for medical purposes, first aid kits, food for babies, food supplements, gauze for dressings, herbal supplements, liquid nutritional supplements, medicated anti-cavity dental wash, medicated cosmetics, medicated hair preparations, medicated... Mouthwash, medicated skincare preparations, medicated sunscreen medicines, mineral supplements, nutritional supplements, powdered nutritional supplement drink mix, hmm. preparations for repelling animals, birds, and insects, protein okay. supplements, sanitary towels, sanitizing gels, sanitizing sprays, sterilizing preparations, vitamins, precious metals and their alloys, jewelry, precious and semi-precious stones. <laughs> Horological That's and chronometric instruments, charms for jewelry, clocks, cufflinks, and tie clips, decorative boxes made of precious metal, jewelry boxes, jewelry organizer rolls for travel, keychains, keyrings, medals, medallions, non-monetary coins, ornamental pins, semi-rot precious metals and their imitations, statues of precious and semi-precious stones. Statues of precious metal, trophies of precious metal, watch bands, straps, watches, paper, and cardboard printed matter, book binding material, photographs, stationery, all that, and comic books. That's a lot. That is a lot I, of I would have I would have stopped and you, but look, that gave me time to grab a beer. Yeah. Now <laughs> I know <laughs> that list that I just read is only about ten percent of the actual list. So they're just that that's just everything, right? Um, it seems like everything. The problem lied in comic books. I read it till I got to comic books only because there's already a trademark for Avatar in comic books, and that's uh Avatar Press. So I don't know how that's gonna work. But <clears throat> there's also Avatar the Last Airbender stuff, and they have patents for Avatar toothpaste and all this shit, you know? Because it's a kid's cartoon. You know, I, I don't think anybody wants tarot or, uh, you know, some Alan Moore anal snake avatar press toothpaste or something. You know so, what I mean? Yeah, they're really going all out with the merchandising for this. Yeah, franchise. they have to. They have to pay for what, I mean, like five movies? Look, you won't even let yes. me put the whole list in chat. Oh, does it think you're spamming? <laughs> it says it's too long. Oh, man, that's, that's, that, that's just funny. <laughs> They really believe in this one. I don't know. Yeah, I guess they do, but it, you know, they're trying to. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying that Avatar was a bad movie. I mean, I I enjoyed it. They are putting so much into this movie series that the expectations got to be really really high on this one. Well, they're gonna do a lot of marketing with it. They're gonna sell you know feminine hygiene products I mean, in a non-medicated form. I mean, they they better hope the next one that comes after the first does really well. Critically and financially, because 
if nobody likes the sequel, oh boy, that's well, they're gonna lose a ton the, of money on it. My problem is, you know, if they take this trademark away from other things that are called Avatar, I want the movies to fail so that you can get all the you can get all their stuff at the ninety nine cent store. Things like leather and imitations of leather, animal skins and hides. Luggage and carrying bags, umbrellas and parasols, <laughs> walking sticks, whips, harness and saddlery, collars, leashes and clothing for animals, all-purpose carrying bags, backpacks, bags, beach bags, briefcases, cosmetic bags, cases sold on empty, duffel bags, fanny packs, fashion bags, fitted belts for luggage handbags, key cases of leather or imitation leather, knapsacks, mess shopping bags, messenger bags, plastic luggage labels, purses, school bags, toiletry bags sold empty, tote bags, trunks, traveling bags, wallets, baby bolsters, baby bouncer seats, baby changing mats, baby walkers, baby chairs, baby walkers? You mean you gotta buy one for old people and young people too? If they do get that trademark patent, they should. Uh, I hope it fails so that he could buy all those things at the Dollar Tree. Oh, you will. Yeah, it, you, yeah, you want it to fail you because you want them to make a proper last Airbender, Airbender movie, and they need the name. No, yeah. they don't, because they had a Airbender movie and they had an Avatar yeah, but movie. That, yeah, yeah, but that Airbender movie didn't do very well. But it, with the name, it still didn't do. It wouldn't have done well. So it doesn't matter. That's a dumb reason. Pro- yeah, the problem with the name now is that when they see Avatar, they think of the James Cameron movies. I don't. I think of the papyrus yeah. font. In other news, I, I just posted this in the Skype chat. I just wonder what you think about it. Apparently, a uh, image, it looks like a concept image of Mysterio was posted on the latest issue of Empire Magazine. So I wonder what you think of that. Post it in regular post chat. I haven't seen it. Let me uh, post uh, the article here. And I'll post the uh, image. It's, uh, they say this is like an un... It, it, it's, it's, not, it's not like a picture from the movie, but it looks like a, like a concept art or something. It looks like the, the costume he's wearing in the movie. And actually, he's still missing the fishbowl. So this doesn't really like show us anything new. We saw this in those leaked pictures. Of, of him on the set. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're they're not showing the fishbowl for for some uh, for reasons like maybe they'll see we'll see it in the actual trailer. But what do you guys think of the whole concept? I read about this version of Mysterio helping Spider-Man and Nick Fury for some reason over these elementals. Uh, and yeah, I've I never think, heard yeah, of that I'm, at all. I, I mean that's kind of, that's kind of bizarre. Like they that Spider-Man and Mysterio will be teaming up with Nick Nick Fury over something, which I'm suspecting is going to be Mysterio that's behind all of it. I mean, if there something about elementals, I'm pretty sure that Mysterio is responsible for those. What are and elementals? The end, by by the third. Um. Wait. Let me see. There. I saw something about what the what the movie version of Mysterio is going to do. And it says that he teams up with Spider-Man for something. Let me check. Well, in terms of, you know, there's element, there's like a team of people called Elementals, but I don't know if the movie's going to be. Oh, I was thinking there. like the like the paranormal, you know, yeah. nature spirits. Yeah, that, it doesn't make sense that 
Mysterio would help for that because Mysterio is a special effects guy. Like he creates illusions visually through holograms and shit. You know, right? Like, like he's a he's an Imagineer. You know what I mean? Maybe he's pretending to be a Doctor Strange type. All I know is that even in the concept, they put fake muscles on Jake Gyllenhaal and made him like two feet taller. Right, but it makes sense because okay, that's found, that's what found, the dude does. Okay, I found the article here. It says Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, Mysterio is actually a good guy in Spider-Man: Far From Home. After Jake Gyllenhaal announces he would be playing Mysterio in the upcoming Spider-Man: Far From Home movie, we have received some more information about the actor's character. Previously thought to be the villain of the movie, Mysterio will actually be a good gut. At least that's according to Gyllenhaal <laughs> and fellow cast member. A good, member a good what? <laughs> it says good gut. Good gut. Is that like, what it actually says? That's according to Gyllenhaal <laughs> and fellow cast member Jacob. Right, but the problem Jacob. is you you read a lot of fake news stories. <laughs> no, no, this is no, this is true because I I saw this reported in other places. You saw it reported yeah, but, that, what, what, revealed that. But where did, did where, they let call me him a good gut there this, too? This came this this news came from the Brazil Comic Con. The two revealed the information during a panel discussed at Brazil's Comic Con CCXP. Ba- Batalon confirmed the movie's villain as the Elementals, and that's Mysterio and Spider-Man will be working together. The main focus is for him not to be Spider-Man per se, but he gets dragged into it. But you know, he's reluctant. He reluctantly slaves the world again with Mysterio. Mysterio is a good guy in this. They're both teaming up to kill the game to defeat these elemental monsters. Dylan Hall added that Mister Nick Fury is the only one who recruits Mysterio to help save the world. But there are these threats to the world. The elemental creatures and Mysterio is someone who knows about them and who so, wants to make sure that the world is safe from them. And Nick Fury asked him to come on and help because he's the wait, only yeah. one to really understand them in a way. Wait, wait, hold on. So let, let, let's, 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 uh, uh, Oz, you have a backup sound, right? We got a backup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, hold on. So that means that that's kind of a spoiler for um, Avengers Endgame in a sense. The, uh, the elementals? No. Nick Fury. Well, oh, you mean that? that oh, of course, you know. Well, we those, know that, you, we know that they're going to come out. back. They, they, Not they, that they, he's going to come back. Because isn't he like hiding from S.H.I.E.L.D. or some shit? Like, he's like on the run, right? He's not on the run, but he faked his death. He coasted yeah. everybody. I think Captain America is the only one that knows. Like, there's one person that knows that saw him at a funeral. I think it was Captain America. So that means that, like, so that means that in Infinity War, in Endgame, they might even, like, change timelines to change outcomes of shit that happened before Infinity War. Yeah, if he's back at S.H.I.E.L.D. Because S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. isn't even a thing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, why would, why would... First of all, why would Spider-Man have to deal with Nick Fury altogether? He doesn't know who the fuck he is. Second, I mean that—that's you know that 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 could be an interesting plot point. Now, Miles Warren, if that's his real name, uh, I don't think that is Miles Warren the Mysterio. I'm getting my shit crisscrossed here. By the way, we, out his we name have is a, Miles Davis. We we have a caller. Nobody heard anything you said, Hector, until we acknowledged you as a caller. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Miles Warren is the jackal. I, I thought Ben Riley was the jackal. Well, he's the jackal now. Spoiler. Yeah. Spider Geddon spoiler. Heck, man, what, what what you want to talk about? 
Oh, uh, uh, we'll get to it after the Spider-Man spoilers and all that. Nah, I mean it's it's just <laughs> the the thing about this is I don't I, I don't want to see Mysterio as a good guy, not even a reluctant good guy. I don't want to see I, him help I, I think I think what's going to happen is by the third act of the movie, we find out that the elementals are not real; they were all Mysterio's creations. If that's what happens, then that movie is a big fucking waste I mean, of fucking time. Because that's because the shit you know. Hold on, that, hold on, man. Hold on. Look, this is a comic book show. That's the kind of shit that happens in the one-off story in a comic book by page thirteen in a big Marvel book. That means that's like the third act of the book. That means that's that's twenty minutes in. You know what I mean? It also like, bugs me that yeah, but you know, if Jalen Hall said this, keep in mind, up until like the uh, like two weeks ago, he completely denied that he was even Mysterio to be to begin with. Even though the pictures came out, he he still swore he that wasn't what he was playing. So he's known to also, to Russo is, uh, the uh, the fans. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gonna you know he he's Mysterio is his whole thing is creating visual effects illusions and i'm pretty sure oh, that's what's going to be happening in this movie no he read the no, wiki no everyone knows mr i know about mysterio because he's he's a guy that used to do special effects for movies well if, if <laughs> not if to he, mention i said that 10 minutes ago <laughs> if he creates the the elementals well then that's stupid because the elementals are actually characters probably gonna try to booster gold it up where he creates crisis that he solves to make people think he's a hero, so and he uses special effects to uh, make it seem yes, like he's yes, yes, Claw, yes, he he uses technology to simulate magic. We got it. Amazing. He's the he's one of the MythBusters. They should get one of those guys to play him, but I just wonder cool. where did he get the technology from? I'm I'm pretty sure he just it's, reverse it's from engineered the, some from of the, the aliens. Yeah. Look, I was hoping you would bring up that shit. Mo, you know that's what he's gonna do. It's gonna all be the same Shatari shit. Better not. That's that. That was the weapons that were being sold in Homecoming. So that's the whole thing. Is that technology is everywhere now? Yeah, but not for Mysterio. That had Mysterio should have nothing to do with that. Look, that's my whole problem with MCU Spider-Man. Look, again, he should have nothing to do with that. Like, if you want to make a Beetle a villain, yeah. that Look, the Beetle should have been the villain in fucking Homecoming. Because that would make Stark be there for a reason other than be a paternalistic white man. Which I'm tired of seeing, except in Homecoming, in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. But it would make sense that, that Stark would be there because a Beetle is stolen tar- a Stark tech. Yeah, he flies you know and everything. What, I mean? what, what happened? He flies and everything, right? Yeah. Is he an old man too? Like, could no, he... he's not an old man. But I mean, there's been different ones. Like, he could be a woman. Like, there, there's a bunch of beetles. There's like seven beetles. Oh, there's, so even there's, there's even a hobgoblin pick, yeah? beetle. Yeah. I thought there was four and a silent fifth beetle. There actually is uh, a version called Three Beetles. Yeah. There's just three of them together. Yeah. Which um, one's Ringo? Ringo's the one that beat all of them because. He, he had the biggest selling solo album and <laughs> the biggest selling single. Yeah, fuck you, Paul. Yeah, he's like, all Beatles get credited for all this creative shit, but Ringo made the best hits pop. Wise. And if they piss him off, he has a tank engine behind him. Yep. <laughs> plus, he's the, plus, he's probably the heart of the band. Without the drums, the music would sound boring. Well, without Ringo's drums. What made Ringo actually a really good drummer that is hard to imitate is he's left-handed. So he, he played right-handed drums being left-handed, and that threw off. That's what gave him that, that drum sound. That's what made, uh, what what's uh, 
can't believe I forgot his name. The black guy, Hendrix. guitarist. Hendrix. Hendrix, yeah. He was left-handed, yeah. and he taught himself how to play guitar, and it was upside down. And that's the thing. Like, everybody rigs guitars to sound like Hendrix. Like, they rig it that way, but it's not. He rigged it the regular way and played it backwards. You know what I mean? Right, just because so, he was left-handed, but there was no left-handed guitars, right? Yeah. So he just turned it over and played it like that. And that's people like they rearrange strings, they rearrange necks to like try to emulate that, and they can't because it was everything he did was just natural, you know. Plus, he was high off his ass. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, like, uh, like that headband he wore, no, there was I mean, acid I mean, tabs in it. Uh, he used his, his it, third it got, eye. You know, all that all that music that they created, they gotta been high during the making of it. Right. That that's what I said. There's yeah. No way they could make. There's no way they could make all that music while they were sober. Or, or, or whatever. The Beatles that's put exactly out a whole how Dark Knight Metal got made. Everybody the Beatles put out a whole album because they were high, right? The Sgt. Hmm. Pepper's yeah. album that was them like tripping balls the whole time. That's why yeah. it's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the psychedelic stuff that happened during those decades. Tyreglaw, you should do some psychedelics. <laughs> Would they even work at his age? Like that's a young man's game. <laughs> I mean, they work differently when you're older, but yeah. It, it, they're still they'll make them young again but there's a lot of shit at my age i'm not even gonna mess with anymore barely handle that shit when i was young you can't you can't come out here anymore man i went to a dispensary the other day i thought it was the apple store <laughs> <laughs> well i can't i can't even do that even if they legalize it i still can't do it yeah no but it's like what Why like not? you would go in there thinking it's the apple store there's a lot of random testing at my work oh. especially if you just took a vacation random. to yeah. one of those states <laughs> so yeah all this to say i don't want to watch spider-man uh what is it prom now after homecoming far from home because <laughs> he's in europe apparently Ugh, i hate europe spider-man euro trip yeah, basically. I don't know what the fuck one eye man is doing over there. What's his name? Fury? I've got He's a drinking lot of wine and having cheese. <laughs> with with Maria Hill? Yeah. They're banging at this point, right? Because they're the only two left. Yeah, that is that I, I, I think so. Marvel has released a new uh Carol Danvers TV spot. So the reason this makes news is because it's, you know, December. The movie comes out in March. Usually T V spots start popping up a month before the theatrical release comes out you know but they're getting they're getting a head start i guess yeah yeah i seen it nothing new in it yeah nothing new except for the fact that she's just a straight up cree <laughs> yeah that's what nick fury says in it hmm. which is uh you know again something that gives me achita <laughs> i just call it a carol danvers movie can i you know I read the Captain Marvel run that they based this off, and that shit's just loosely based. Like, it's just the design, really. But, you know, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe so, you guys will watch it and tell so me about it. You'll watch so. it eventually. I, I, even if someone has a paper or ticket, you'll watch it. Nah. I'm, I mean, I watch it, like, when Oz buys the Blu-ray and gives me the the digital copy to give out to the listeners, and then I just claim it. Wait, what's Blu-ray? <laughs> so wait, so so the you Captain wouldn't Mar- watch it if, some, if someone were to give you a free ticket? I, I mean, that means I have to get up and go, right? Like They'd have to carry me over there against my will. But fine, they'll carry you over there. But only against my will. 
it's hard to get Mo to do something against his will. Like you have no idea. Yeah, we're gonna have to leave Specific- a, a yeah. trail of, of edibles into the theater, and hopefully but he'll be then, so big. Like you that's know. the thing about edibles. I have one, and I'm good. I don't care about the rest. I share the rest. Edibles and then beer. Yeah, steel reserve. Maybe. Yeah. Beer, yes. beer might, might, not, beer not might be. Reserve. I, I don't do steel reserve anymore. Not even the Blackberry steel reserve. No. Oh, definitely not. Damn. Yeah, those are they, they taste like blueberry vomit. Okay. Uh, Damn. I, sh- I shot a Jack, and then the next one is Jack and Coke, and then the next one is no. You shot. know, you know what might get me a trail of shots of Jameson Caskmates IPA edition. All right, Mister Fancy Pants. Sh- no, that shit's good. Like caskmates in general, the stout edition is good. Like that's the one where they they age the the Jameson in Guinness barrels is fucking delicious. The IPA one I haven't tried, but I'm anxious. To. I still haven't tried that. I have one of I have the original caskmates. Yeah, that's just in just regular beer, right? Uh, mm. No, it's a it's a Jameson bottle. No, no, but they, the 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 original caskmates is aged in regular beer bo- uh, barrels. Oh, probably. I don't remember. That thing's old. I got to get through that. I've got so much whiskey. You have no idea. I need to come visit. (laughs) (laughs) I tried a new one for Christmas. uh, Uh, I tried a, uh, it's called Rebel Yell. I saw the picture of that. How is that whiskey? You can taste like, you know, there's, there's bourbons that are are really, you can't tell they're cheap. They're, they're cheap in price, but you can't tell They, they don't taste cheap. And then this one is a little higher in price and it tastes a little cheap. But I watched it out with Buchanan, so that that helped. Yeah, I want to get the Metallica whiskey. Yeah, those I, metal whiskeys are hard to, hard to get. I don't think it'd be yeah. any good, like <laughs> nothing special. But just to say, yeah, I, I just want the bottle. What do you think? Of, you know, what do you think of Aquaman being the number one movie at the box office? Well, we'll tell you that. right now, I mean, right when we go into the review. Uh, oh yeah. Comic book. Review. Uh, Comic book. Like review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. I don't have a movie review button. No, but it's an educated uh, assessment of your experience in the theater. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Theater. We have to say it like that. Theater. Yeah. Theater. <laughs> yeah. Theater. My my pinky's up. <laughs> Tiger, I'll say that again. Theater. It's not the same. I don't know why that makes time. me. I don't so know how cute. to do a British accent. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was that was good enough. I just yeah. Again, that's your that's that's your. It's the same exact theme, and then just have him say theater after. So once again, <laughs> once again, Tiger, Claw, say it for the clip. Comic book theater. That works. Know. That works. I'll spend some time on that one. <laughs> So Oz, you got to see Aquaman twice. Yeah, couldn't get yeah. enough of my mom. Wow. Well, the the first time I had to see it by myself because if it if it's horrible when I go see it with the wife, like she might want to. She leave. holds it against you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Because her time is precious. Oh yeah, I, I mean I, I believe it, but also it's like <laughs> you know it's one thing like taking a chick on a first date to see a movie that's bad, and it's like you could at least like. You know, she she won't hold it against you because it's like you know he was trying to do something and you know, but then <laughs> having your wife look at you different because I mean, the movie's I mean, bad, it's it's I even more she, hilarious. I thought she would be on. I thought she would be on board with these comic book movies. She she would because Momoa's hot and not wearing a shirt half the time. I believe it's pronounced Mumwa. <laughs> 
But at the same time, she didn't think it would be any good. And to be honest, it kind of made her dizzy because there's a lot happening, a lot of colors and a lot of stuff spinning around because it's underwater. So I, I'm not going to say she she enjoyed the experience, but I, I didn't sleep on the couch. <laughs> How Congrats. bad does it get when you take her to a bad movie, though? Like, is it really like sleeping on the couch? No, it's 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 not that bad, but it um she she blames me for it and then it's tough to get her to go watch it, another movie <laughs> that's so funny yeah like <laughs> like Sp- spider verse bought me enough points that like i can pick a, a really bad movie and even it out um aquaman is kind of that even point where she she didn't like it but it it wasn't horrible either um mm-hmm. she she had she had popcorn and and stuff, and you know, she was entertained. It's just a lot of a lot of movement. Um, yeah, she she has trouble with that. Okay, I enjoyed the movie. It's a DC movie that's not dark. The hero, yes, that's the thing. The the hero is kind of happy to be the hero. I mean, there's some moments of reluctance because he just wants to be left alone. He doesn't want anything to do with Atlantis. So you you get a little bit of that, but it's mostly him like having fun. And we don't get that from DC movies. Like we get that. That's the TV shows. That's that's the Flash. That's that's Supergirl. So it is a little refreshing. It's not dark. It's it's really colorful. The costumes were all pretty comic accurate. Like even Ocean Master. I was surprised when he actually put the mask on. Wow. And then obviously Aquaman. Well, you've all seen the pictures. Like his his final costume is fucking. Right out of the comic books, the orange and everything. Now, did he get the tattoos while he was living on land? Yeah, because he's part Samoan. Like, oh he, yeah, that's he, right. And he had those tattoos in in Justice League already. Yeah, 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 I know that, but I I didn't know like it to me it didn't make sense. Yeah, that's his Samoan. And the, the, I, so, I didn't know anything about. I thought he was just white, and they just got Jason Momoa to play him. No, the the dad is the dad is is Samoan, and like yeah. a couple of times when he fights, he actually does like you could see the Samoan in him like he does the stances and and all that like he when he does he raises his spear to to cheer like he, the the revving up thing that they do where they kind of yeah. like crouch a little and they're like ah, ah, and then they lift the spear yeah. like the, you see it like he's definitely proud of his Samoan heritage and that that's presented in the movie too like he he's proud of both both worlds he comes from but not human just Samoan yeah yeah, it's t- um I think it's one of those things it's one of those things where he's not at the beginning of the movie he's not really sure where he belongs cuz he yeah. he isn't human and people have known he's not human since he was a kid at the at the same time he's not Atlantean really because they yeah. he's been told since he was a kid that the Atlanteans had his his mother executed so he hates Atlantis and he doesn't want anything to do with that. So that's that's why, you know, he, he's not he's not fully human. And it's obvious also because he doesn't hide his identity. People like in the movie, people walk up to him like, oh, you're you're that aqua guy. Like they they recognize him. They know who he is. He doesn't have a secret identity. But at the same. So they know he's not human fully. And in Atlantis, you know, they're kind of snobbish. So he's the the half breed. Yeah. So even when he what? does visit, like nobody wants him there. Ocean Master definitely was doesn't want him there because technically this half breed that shows up is the rightful heir to the throne because he's the firstborn and so he it's it's a guy that doesn't also, belong anywhere really. Also to mention real quick, uh, the movie takes place after Justice League. They make one little quick reference on it. Yeah, but I think we knew that already. Like that's 
Justice League is yeah. where he, yeah. Mera so says, they, says, oh, you you helped take down Steppenwolf. And that's, Justice League is supposed to be the movie where he decides to actually be a known hero. Like, that's where they know who Aquaman is. You know, there's, there's the news reports saying, oh, the Aquaman saved a, you know, a submarine. And there's even yeah. Dr. Shin shows up in the news reports trying to convince people that it, it's Atlantis and... For some reason, people still don't believe in Atlantis, even though Aquaman is acknowledged to be from Atlantis. Yeah, that sounds retarded to me. A little bit. It makes sense in, in the movie, sort of. Well, the thing is, it's like, okay, like, how, why? So he's just, so what is he doing before just, is he just swimming around helping random people? He just helps the village. That one village would, yeah. you know, where he lives, like he gives them fish so they don't starve. Yeah. But he's... He wants to be left alone. Like his dad is yeah. his dad is the one that he it seems like he's the one that's been pushing for Aquaman to actually be a hero. Because, so uh, be, now that village has like internet and shit or no? Oh no, that's <laughs> no. no. So no. then how does people know it's like, oh, there's a man that saved that helps the village? Like Oh, that was well, that was Bruce Wayne. Like yeah, he, but, he did the well, research. How did he find out? Like Bruce Wayne found out because he's he Bruce Wayne. Footage, so it's like like Bruce Wayne followed the legends, not legends of uh, tomorrow. Like, but, yeah, no, like, you yeah, know, people yeah, talk yeah, their cool. stories. Yeah, the people in the village, right? They yeah, talk. The people in the village are fans. Yeah, when they the, need the, them. that whole thing, like that whole thing. In fact, when stupid. Bruce Wayne shows up in in Justice League, it's technically a myth, except that he's there drinking. That's like you telling me that the guy that says like. Hide your kids, hide your wife doesn't exist, you know? No, it does. Like it's a myth. But he's not well, wasn't Batman a myth too at that point? Well, no. He was no, it was after like at that point it was, that's like Dark Knight Returns. Like he had he had been done everything and then stopped. Yeah, and Batman versus Superman, the like the old cop tells the young cop, Oh, you are gonna he's see back. some shit now. Yeah. yeah. Oh right, right. So yeah, the whole thing's that the whole thing seems pretty dumb. Like I I, I felt like this should have taken place. Now, I haven't seen it in all honesty, but uh, I, I do feel it should have it should have taken place before Justice League. Maybe it's fine where where it is. I mean, Aquaman doing Aquaman things, you know, his his dad's looking at him like you know they they see the news report and it's like oh so you're doing this shit now and you know Aquaman's still denying it, but he's being Aquaman at that point. Now I don't like that issue of Aquaman I read last week. Get off my ass, Dad. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think of uh, Black Manta? Black Manta, actually, his his origin, like I kind of shed a tear, dude. That was some. Yeah. That was some. Fu- that was a fucked yeah, up you, scene. Yeah, you kind you kind of feel for him. You kind of feel for him in this movie, even though he did some pretty bad shit. Wait, 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 wait. Talk about. Like we're, the- we're asking. We're asking what Oz thought. Then we'll ask what you thought. The moment he becomes the Black Manta, like the event, really was one of the one of the better villain creation stories. Uh, I, I guess, like, I kind of knew what would happen, but actually seeing it happen was was a little crazy. And I I can understand why he hates Aquaman. Like at that point, I understand why he doesn't care about about money anymore. He doesn't care about anything but killing aquaman and he's gonna do whatever it takes to do that it's a great way that they that that they show how he gets the the technology for his suit okay um it's it's basically atlantean tech that that he manages to get together and iron iron man's himself a suit out of it like literally there's a scene like in the first iron man where he's in a garage building it and nope 
something didn't work right. Well, I'm going to need to adjust this. It, a little bit of, of a funny scene, but it there tr- it was like I actually called them Iron Manta for a little while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they gave yeah they gave him a suit, but he just spray painted it all black. Well, there, there's more than that. I'm trying not to spoil too much, Tiger Claw. Okay. You, you know, Tiger Claw is all about spoilers. Yeah, I mean, are we doing spoilers? Nah. Do you feel like he should have had his hand cut off in, at the end of this? <laughs> no. No, that's stupid. I don't know why oh, people they'll, want they'll, that. They'll save that for the sequel. I hope not. That's stupid. He doesn't need his hand cut off. He's fine. Well, the guy that the... I don't know if you heard last week's show or not, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I didn't see you in chat, uh-huh. but right. <laughs> the reason Black Manta is cool here is uh, he said that he thinks they're going to cut off his hand next movie. I mean, they could, and, and I, I don't, and I don't see the of point that, of it. Could... You're not going to make Jason Momoa more badass by cutting off his hand. And yeah, the whole the whole point. Yeah, uh, the whole point to, for doing that for Aquaman is to make him badass. He's already, like, you got Jason Mumwa, like, he's going to be badass no matter who he is. Like, yeah, he couldn't be Conan, but he could be he could be Aquaman. Dude, yeah. he rides a seahorse and it looks badass. <laughs> a sea dragon, that's what they call him now. I, I, without giving too much away, there's this giant creature that we see in the movie. And Called apparently, the Kraken. Uh, 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 no, no, there's, a, there's another creature in the movie that's actually voiced by Julie Andrews. Called King Ghidorah. Okay, I mean, there's a lot of creatures uh, in, in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to to you know sink in in this so, movie. A lot. How many severed hands out of five would you give it? <laughs> I would give it four. Where would you? Okay, where would you rate this movie out of all the DC movies we have seen? Like from the beginning of time? Well, I mean, or ever DC since EU. they started the whole DC EU movies, which of all the DC EU movies are you know that are part of the continuity? <laughs> It's the best one. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Right, that's not even okay. a question. Wonder so, Woman is, so, is, is so, the best So movie. for you, it would be Wonder Woman number one and Aquaman number two, right? Yeah. And I look, I like Justice League. I like Batman versus Superman. But this is definitely a better movie. Uh, the problems that my wife had with it is just a lot of bright colors. And then when they fight underwater, I mean, the, the camera spins a lot. And there's actually, they, they do this really cool camera trick that the first time I saw it like be really badass was in the first Avengers when they're fighting in New York and you see them go from one hero to the next and it looks like one continuous shot. They do that in this movie a few times, but like the first time they do it is in a in a living room. So it, it's kind of cool to me because I like that shot and I, I, like make, I like that it looks like it's all one shot and you don't see a break in the action, but... That that small of a room and that fast of a moving camera with the action that's going because they you know Atlanteans and they're all fighting really fast, so all that movement is it can get you and that's that's I think the the type of things that affected her especially when they're underwater and everything's bright and then you get the movement and then you're trying to follow the fight and it's not all that clear because they are underwater. It's it's a weird combo. If you're sensitive to to light and movement, then that might drop a severed hand from the rating down to three. <laughs> but that didn't bug me, so I still give it the four. So did did you watch it in three D or? 2D? No, I can't watch. I can't watch three D movies. I just I just there's can't. No, I'll get, there's I'll get no real point to watch three movie three D movies. And there's no point in I watching mean, this I, one. In movie 3D. like a movie like this. Should be watching 3D movies. Not if it, the... if it wasn't shot in 3D. 
it, it was shot in 3D. I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't think it was either. I, I can't. There's nothing I can think of that would have made this better in 3D. You, usually for me, a, a movie uh, I that... Mean, I mean, yeah. A movie to see in 3D is a, is a space movie. And I, I can understand yeah, what you're trying to say, though. The underwater battle scenes would look good in 3D. The underwater battle scenes do kind of feel like space battles because of the way the way they're floating. But it's still... No. No. I mean, but... I don't like 3D, so that could just be my my bias. You know, if you if you if you love 3D, which it seems like you do, Tire Claw, then yeah, by all <laughs> means. But I'm I I can't do it, and I I don't ever recommend it. But that could just be me. Yes, I'm used to the 3D. I'm I'm just used to the 3D. It doesn't bother me at all. Life is 3D, man. If I have if I have to get used to something, it can't be that good. I mean, I I, I was used to 3D since day one. Right, like I don't. I don't have to get used to cake. It's delicious. Tiger Claw was born in 3D. He was molded by it. <laughs> I he nearly didn't see 2D until he was <laughs> nearly a man. <laughs> I was merely adopted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, Aquaman was great. Tiger Claw, Tiger Claw like, um, do you want to see a, a severed hand? No. Do you want to see it in 3D so that it flies at you? Um, we we've seen severed hands fly around in 3D before, but I don't know if, if we're ready for that to happen in an Aquaman sequel. I mean, there's so much that they have to uh to do before they get to that point. Like what? I mean, uh, well, um, we got Sharpen we still got knife, some other it. DC movies. We still got some other DC movies that are coming out, and gotta see how how. You know how everything is connected. The, Nothing's connected anymore. The, the correct answer was him and Mara have to bang and have a kid. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Yeah, for him to lose the hand, he needs to have a kid. So maybe maybe Aquaman three or Justice League four. In fact, <laughs> yeah, three. lose, it, lose it for Justice League four. And another another thing another thing is uh, his his dad has to get killed, also. Yeah. Pro- and by Black Manta, that also is. It's gonna have to happen, like it or not. I don't know, man. As like, uh, so, as I said last last week, uh, I laughed, I cried, I jizzed. You didn't say that last week. Oh well, you didn't. You didn't hear me. How do you like the way that they talk while they were underwater? Because remember in Justice League, that whole controversy where they did the little bubble and then they talk inside it. They don't do that in this movie. It's fine. I didn't care. How was the talking effect? It was just them talking with like a tiny bit of reverb. And there's a there's a scene because so it was like a little like was it like that or no? It was like like uh, Atlanteans and you know like a little bit of of, of bass that's just a fraction of a of a millisecond after just noticeable enough. Which was another good thing about this movie is they didn't spend a whole lot of time talking about how Aquaman was uh, was growing up. You know, they mm-hmm. there's the the first co- the intro is. Well, you know, his parents meeting and a little bit of him being a kid. So you can kind of see that how he communicates with with the fish and all that. And then interspersed in the movie when he's like he's about to dive into the water with Mara to go to Atlantis for the first time. And he's like, oh, this is where Voco first taught me how to swim like an Atlantean. And then there's a quick transition showing Voco teaching him how to do that, which was, you know, and it's only a couple minutes and another another scene where he's fighting and they transition to vocal teaching him how to fight. So they, they cut those parts of him growing up into the movie and they're only like a minute or two each. So they don't spend a lot of time and they don't, they don't have to. I mean, we get it. 
he's Atlantean. We, it's good that we know how he learned all this shit because it, it, it matters later on. But we don't need the first half of the movie is him growing up. We, we don't. We, we already know who Aquaman is. And one, one of the scenes is they, they go in and they're swimming and Vocal starts talking to him. He's like, oh, wait, we can talk underwater? It's like, well, yeah, you're Atlantean. There's, this is all the shit you can do because you're Atlantean. Mm-hmm. So yep. It, and it, is there a Snyder cut and all that? I, I'm waiting for the Snyder cut. That's probably going to be the severed hand is the Snyder cut. <laughs> <laughs> so I say I say watch it. I can't blame you if you have it on demand or some service that you know provides it to you at a fee you you've already been paying like netflix or whatever um it's worth a watch all right yeah i'm gonna move on to deadly class because i actually did pre-production for the show yeah deadly class has a, a history in the show with us in the sense that uh we reviewed the comics we thought it was one of the the good comics of that year then we got in a Instagram fight with one of the actresses in it, and that turned into what it turned into. Right, because we found out she's racist. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Did you actually watch the show? No, I just remember the fight. Oh well, she plays the Dixie Mob like leader, the like Aryan uh, clique in the school of assassins. Okay, so she's a, a, a racist person in the show too. So it makes all her uh, her her stuff that we talked about on Instagram uh, a little biased. I don't know if she's like that in real life, but I can see her harnessing her character. Yeah, she was. Uh, <laughs> she's a method actress. The show itself is actually well made. What what happened was the show hasn't premiered yet. I, I'd like to say we got a, a a press copy, but we really didn't. Sci-Fi released it, uh, the pilot on YouTube to like get people to watch it and what happens is you you know you watch it on youtube and then the whole time there's like a little scroll on the screen to watch on sci-fi when it comes out when it premieres and all that so you know i watched it and i actually did like the show the the look of it it looks good like the quality is good the costumes are good action scenes are good uh a lot of the scenes feel like the comic like a lot and then you know then there's the one scene, you know, if you've been listening to us consistently for the last year or so, you'll know that I had a, a problem with a white guy playing a Nicaraguan guy. You know what I mean? And uh, in the comic, he's a kid from Nicaragua all around. Like, there's a scene in this show where he goes, oh, I'm from Nicaragua. My, my, my dad's from Nicaragua. My dad, my mother's from Kansas. So they had to shoehorn in the fact that his mother was white. To justify that guy, that actor playing that character. Now, when I researched this character, this actor before the fight <laughs> with the actress uh, on Instagram, nothing suggested that he was remotely biracial. Right. We actually spent time on the show trying to look at look up his race. Right. Both and, the, and, the actor and the character. And uh, my sister-in-law, Liz, did the same thing on her own independently from me because she's actually a fan of the book, too. And uh, For the show or just, just random? No, no. Just for her because she saw the cast. Like, I'm like, does it... Because right when the cast was, was announced, she messaged me. She's like, hey, I saw this. And I'm like, yeah. I go, it's it's weird. Uh, that guy looks awfully white. Yeah. So she looked it right then and there before I even decided to post anything 
about it. And she says that she didn't find anything. And all we found was a trivia on IMDb saying that he's one-eighth uh, Mexican, you know what I mean? Which is still not Nicaraguan. <laughs> one-eighth Mexican is like... Yeah. That's as as much Native American as Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Larry yeah, no, would have laughed. Yeah. No, I would have laughed too, except that, I, you know, it, it, it gets you into college. But it doesn't get you pretty much if you don't if like me, I'm a Mexican guy. A lot of people think I don't look Mexican. I can't claim to have the same strifes and and struggles as people who look Mexican. You know what I mean? And that's my whole thing with Elizabeth I, Warren too. Like she can claim she's Native American all she wants, but she got as far as she did by people thinking she was white. I kinda understand what you're what you're saying. Like I've gotten speeding tickets where I look down and it's like I should challenge it because it says I'm white. Yeah. Like, you could challenge you it if, if the color of your car is wrong on it. I, I don't know why I can't challenge it if it says I'm white. Yeah. I um, didn't challenge it, though. Yeah. I paid the money. The the whole show's, like, Hispanic cast is, like, multi-ethnic. Not, I don't know if ethnic. Or multi-country. Like, the chick that plays the Mexican girl, she's from Venezuela. So it's like all the brown people are interchangeable. The white are just white. And, and if you really want to get into, I don't want to, I, I just want to review the show. I don't want to talk into this. This is some background. But if you're really interested in me dissecting the racial properties of this show before actually watching it, uh, we have an episode in our archive called Fuck 'em, We're White. And that's the one that, that we do. It's actually in our, um, in our pod being trending, it's still one of the, the most listened to shows up until this point usually after uh, like four months or so they drop off and the new ones take over but that one stays consistently on the on the list uh and, and on spotify it's been actually picked up a lot i read here that the russo brothers worked on this show yeah they produced it the russo brothers you know again they, they had they have to do something that's a little not marvel to keep their edge going, and this is one of the things. Like they're, and they're also Mexican. Are they really? Nah, I don't know. No, Russo. Yeah, I mean, one of them looks Mexican. One of them looks like Oz, actually. What? Like a handsome Oz. <laughs> handsome Oz. Yeah. I don't. I, that feels like an insult. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> like if you guys were twins, he'd be the <laughs> handsome one. Like, I think, I think he is your handsome. What? Twin. No way! <laughs> How dare you? I'm a little insulted. I, no. I know which one you're talking about. He's got a, like a really squared head, and the other one looks like uh, Stephen Hawking, but healthy. Yeah, no, the square <laughs> head guy. That, that's like he's got your skin complexion, your your hair color. Like put glasses on him, and it's like that's your brother. Damn. Maybe a goatee. How dare you? Anyway, if Oz can look like a Russo, a Russo could look like Oz. I need to make the fumo mm-hmm. section. <laughs> Of this, of this thing. All I have is Larry's. Look, Larry and deserves the, it. The He's not the here. Russos are pro- yeah. The fact but, that the Russos are producing this show. Producing uh, could just mean they have a background. No, no, let me let me cut you off right there. The fact that the Russos produced the show doesn't mean shit. Because before they were doing anything for Marvel, all they were doing was uh, Arrested Development. All right, it doesn't mean jack shit. They made they got they made good Marvel stuff. I'll give them that. But they're not qualified to do anything else. Other, you know, I mean, they're qualified as much as anybody else. Like, also, Tyreglaw doesn't understand Hollywood. If if you get a producing credit, like for a show like this, just like uh, Brightburn, that James, what they call a James Gunn thing, 
they the fact that they're just honest producer, not writer or director, just means that they that the that the studio cut them a check so they could put their name on it because they're hot right now. So or the they Brothers, found it in the they found the script in the garbage. Right, and the Russo brothers are hot right now because of Infinity War and Endgame. So throwing their name in the garbage, (laughs) throwing their name on a project (laughs) is automatically going to get people interested. At least that's that's what they believe. It's it's a marketing thing. They they could have not even known it was happening until they cashed the check. That's the way Hollywood works. Uh, mm-hmm. Tyre Claw doesn't believe you. The co- the show does follow the comic a lot. You know, I watched it with my sister in law Liz, and she had a little bit of a little bit of gripes where it's like, well, I had a little bit of gripes where they didn't mention certain things, and I, and I then don't know why they mentioned. I don't know why you they, didn't put her on the air so she could tell us herself. She doesn't. She doesn't want to be on the air. I don't She's know why shy. you didn't interview her off the air and then we played the, the clip. Honestly, I, that is my bad. I should have been audio. Like record. you could like just talk to her and, re- and record. Yeah, like track. Yeah, and then we I could throw have. that on there. I, I fucked up. I did. I'll admit it. I fucked up. Well, the important thing is that you've learned from your mistakes, and we'll get that tape next week. Yeah, it'll it'll, <laughs> it'll never happen again. But one of the things was uh, I had some complaints, and she said, "Well, they can't cram everything in one issue." But then, as the as the show the episode progressed, they had other things that happened later in the issues crammed in in a more watered down way. And I'm like, well, so much for not being able to cram everything into one episode. You know what I mean? They're they're doing extra things. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a little weird in the transition of of comic to screen. I know things get either lost or changed, but right, but that happens anytime, right? With like yeah, yeah, that happens anytime, and. And as far as, as Deadly Class Episode 1 goes, when you put it up to Deadly Class Issue 1, it's pretty much the first issue with a little extra like weird stuff. Maybe a little bit of Issue 2 and 3 in there, like a page or two from those thrown in. It does feel... It, it, so far, it's the best produced... There you go, Tyre Claw, your Russo boys. It's the best produced sci-fi show i've ever seen it looks like a high quality show almost like something like a movie like hbo or a movie like a a hbo show that's successful uh quality costumes are good sets are good uh now it's uh what about the violence on the show is it is it is it bloody gory or anything like that can't be that bloody it's a sci-fi show yeah and it is pretty bloody there's a lot more uh violence ref as a reference not as action but that's kind of how the comic is. Like the comic is action packed, but it doesn't really get action packed till later on. Like you just see a lot of things in in, in flashbacks and things like that, and, and just little side things like in, in the bickering between school kids. You know, I foresee it getting more and more violent. It'll probably be the most violent sci-fi show you've ever seen. I'll tell you that right now. Color me interested. Yeah, I would recommend people watch it all around. Like I told Emily. Uh, my wife, I told her I can't wait till they have those blazers at Hot Topic from the assassination school. <laughs> I don't think. Ah, uh, yeah, they probably would. Yeah, they will. Like it, it's definitely a show geared for teens. Yeah. Oh, not adults. Okay. I mean, well, it's sci-fi. Like it's a sci. It's like Riverdale or, or one of those shows. It's just this one is a higher quality uh, version of those type of shows. They have a demographic, and if you happen to fall out of that demographic, you might like it too. Yeah, it, as far as comic book adaptations go, even with the whole um, racial thing, this show is for that demographic, but it's one of the better ones. You can feel that it's for a demographic. 
but the show's actually good. It's you know you got your Charmed, you got your Vampire Diaries, you got all, all the CW shows. You watch them, you know it's for a demographic, and you're probably not going to be interested after an episode or two. This one I think can suck you in, even though it's for a demographic. I'm all for anything that'll suck me in. <laughs> plus it, it, plus it got B, plus BD Wong is in it. Uh, I, I don't know, know what, what that means. Yeah. What you mean by that? I mean Benedict Wong. Yeah, but I still don't uh, know. What I mean, BD Wong is in Mr. Robot. I mean, he's good, but he's not what makes Mr. Robot great. Who? Benedict Wang, the guy from Doctor Strange. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Like I don't know this person. Yeah, I, he's good in he, he's good in Doctor Strange, but he's he's not even that good. He's all right. And then in Avengers, like he's watching TV the whole time in Infinity War. Yeah. While er, while they're fighting Thanos, he's just staying at home watching TV. Yeah. Like he, the Black Order came up, and he's like, "You know what? I'm out." <laughs> yeah, out of my Yeah, he told, he totally yeah. dissed him. Yeah, so I don't see why you would say at least be Benedict Wong is in it. Uh, but yeah, I, I give it a, I give it three tearings of my original comic book in the garbage, only because of the racial thing. Like I really like. They they had to shoehorn in that his mother was white. Well, sure. After they, after they, our they giant it. Twitter fight, they. They went back and fixed it. That was a reshoot. They should have gone further back and fixed it and just spray tanned them. There are some <laughs> scenes, though, like, like we did comment, you know, Emily and, and Liz, we watched it, and there were some scenes with certain lighting where the dude did look like he could be half Hispanic. Like, he looked like my complexion, my hair color, like, and I'm full Hispanic, so I can't say he doesn't look Hispanic. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I watched the movie where Will Ferrell looked Hispanic. Well, he's got that kinky hair, too. So. What, that Casa de Mi Padre? Yeah. I love that fucking movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. So, I've never heard of it. You've never heard of the Will Ferrell movie where he he does it in Spanish? No. The whole thing is subtitled. I, 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 it's a Mexican movie. Like, yeah. The, the studio, the production studio is in Mexico. It has some of the Maybe best Mexican actors it. in it. Yeah. That's a, you, you should I watch it. I think it's it. still a, on Netflix. There's a lot of reading because you don't speak Spanish, right? Tiger Claw. You should speak Spanish, aren't you, Cuban? Uh, I, I I speak Spanish, but not very not very good. And like, he should speak more Spanish because he's you know. from Florida. In Florida, right. I mean, the white people. Well, speak. No, no, no. I, this, say- <laughs> here, I have I have this thing where I can understand Spanish, but I don't know how to talk back in Spanish. So what happens is I usually talk to relatives in English, and they talk to me back in Spanish, and I understand what they're saying. If somebody came up to me and said, "Okay," Who do you think has a, a better grasp of the Spanish language? Tiger Claw or Will Ferrell? I'm going to say Tiger Claw. I, I, enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed that movie more because I didn't have to read the subtitles. And it was even funnier to me because Will Ferrell is speaking like proper Spain Spanish. Yeah. What, but he's surrounded by Mexicans speaking regular peasant Slang Spanish. Spanish. Yeah that mexicans have that just made it even funnier for me <laughs> and i mean he goes for it tire claw you need to watch that movie you're probably gonna have to read the subtitles but it's a it's a decent movie and and, so, that, and now we got will farrell speaking british now <laughs> who, who's gonna tell him that it's english I, you don't know what i'm talking about I, I know exactly what i saw that movie <laughs> There's barely an accent, and it's still English, Tire Claw. You know that, right? Still British. (laughs) Sounds like British. That's the name of this episode, Still British. 
that Holmes and Watson oh, is damn. a is a stupid movie, but worth watching anyway. Let me. Look. I'm sure I'll get better. Uh, I'm sure I'll get through more of that than the Robert Downey Jr. ones. The Sherlock Holmes in uh, that Robert Downey Jr. plays had like was dropped on the head as a baby. Then you get the Will Ferrell movie because he does that thing too, where he calculates his moves before he does it. But it's Will Ferrell. It's good. Yeah. I couldn't watch those I mean, Robert Downey Jr. ones. S- s- smo- I-, I saw them. Smoke a bowl and and enjoy Will Ferrell and uh, what's his face? Walk the line guy. Yeah, John C. Riley. Yeah, Nova. Doctor Brule. Steve Brule. I forgot he was Nova. <laughs> Roman Day. John, yeah, he was you mean Nova. Roman, you mean Roman that, Day? That dude's a MCU no, he hero. Was Roman- Roman Day or something? Roman Polanski. What was his name? This is not, that's not a Roman Polanski movie, is it? No, no. Did he, I just give that fool money? He said his name was Roman Polanski. Oh. Go watch Holmes and Watson. And if you can get it on the service, then that's all the better. You should be high or drunk watching it. That's my recommendation. What I was just saying is that it's, it ain't yeah, worth Roman money. Day, yeah. It's worth the money. I saw a matinee. So I, paid, paid. I paid six bucks for it. So Plus, I was also like heavily intoxicated at the time. At Heavily intoxicated like at 11 on Christmas. It's fun times. I had a great Christmas. Good job. Mm-hmm. What do you have for Christmas? I Besides saw, the drunk. I saw Holmes and Watson. No, it's your Christmas gift. Okay. I'm sure baby Jesus approves. Mm. Baby Jesus don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care about That's it. the title of this episode. Uh, sorry. Um, are you, look, are we you gotta like, get to the spider get in. Are you like just stumbling through cans of empty cans of beer? Like I picture your studio, like how you see the inside of a person's car where they step on the gas and it's all beer cans at the bottom. <laughs> well, what happens, I usually, I usually have whiskey when I do the show. But I still have the half a bottle of Rebel Yell and the Buchanan's. So I don't want to touch those. So I was going to buy my Jim Beam one to do during the show. Because I'll have the little, you know, what is it, like six, seven shot bottle. And that will make me want to have to pick, take a piss during the show. You know what I mean? So that's why I have that and that's it. But the place was that I go to before the show was closed for the holidays. They're going to open after New Year's. So, uh, assholes. So I, I, I had a a beer that a client gave me, and then I stopped for a second one, and then so now I have them here. Yeah, with, that's how you with hear Larry that. not not here, I have to just do beer because I got way too yeah. much stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, we have to. And and like you said, that that affects the bladder. So with that said, I need you to kill thirty seconds. I told you to play the musical break, but you didn't listen. Now I killed the thing. Hmm. Uh, look. None of you guys on the line wrote Red Spider Geddon, right? No. Uh, negative. <laughs> so, Spider Geddon is Marvel's cash grab of. You got Into the Spider Verse coming out. So, of course, the week that it comes out, Spider Geddon event ends. And it is a Spider Verse type event. It's a sequel to the event, and it doesn't have Spider Man in it. Well, it has Spider-Man in it, but just not Peter Parker's Spider-Man. It has Miles Morales in it and Dr. Octopus. And that's what they lead with. They had a lot of tie-ins. All of them, even the ones I liked, were fucking useless and pointless. (laughs) And it really, like, I read the main line first, and then I read the other ones after, like, because they would tell me, oh, see what happens if you read Spider-Girls. You can see how this happened. If you read Spider Force, you see how this happened. If you read Ghost Spider, you see how this happened. If you read Spectacular Spider-Man, you see how this happened. And all of those were just bad. They were terrible art. 
The writing was like whatever. So they're not even hiding that it's a cash grab. They're not, dude. They're not. Like everything interesting that happens in Spider Geddon, you have to read the other ones for, and they're not good. And then it's not even that interesting. Like, you see a Spider-Man that's... Look, I'm going to spoil it. The ending. You see a Spider-Man that's, like, post-apocalyptic, like, Mad Max Spider-Man. And it's really just Earth-16 Peter Parker. But Miles Miles Davis thinks... I don't know what post-apocalyptic Mad Max world you come from, but just call me Spider-Man. Don't call me by my real name. And he goes, no, I'm regular. I'm Earth-616 Spider-Man. Yeah, and it's like his just costume was all fucked up they, because they of fucked, the battle. They fucked that up too in the book because I, I remember that. I, there's a page where a panel where they're all bursting in, and you see that Spider-Man because the the way his mask is, yeah, where, where it's, it's just the he's covering his mouth. He doesn't have like that that bullet thing belt whatever it is on his chest. Yeah, and then the next time when he actually talks to Miles, he's got it now. Like he's got, he, yeah. It's like Liefeld did that one one page where he, now he's got pouches well, and shit it, all over him. So it, even he, even in that book, they fucked it up. And here's how they really fucked it up in the issue where Spider Man Earth Sequence Six Spider Man puts on the bullet belt. Miles is there, <laughs> so you saw him do it. So you saw him do it. Like, I'm guessing that and then, Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider Man. Yeah. So. I'm like, Miles shows up, and it's like, okay, he's going to leave before this happens. And they literally walk into the armory, and he goes, then he tells them to get out of here. Why is he's like grabbing all the guns? Yeah, I'm looking at the at the checklist. There's get out of here, kid. There's uh, yeah. Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider Man. Yeah, there's three Terrible three book. issues of that. Spider Girls, yeah. three issues of that. Yeah, Spider Gwen. Spider Ghost Girls is Spider. actually good, but I'll get to that later. Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider. There's three issues of that and Spider yeah. Force, three issues of that. Also, looking at the checklist, Spider-Gwen Ghost Spider is right after Spider-Geddon number two. This is a five, right. five issues. I don't know if you mentioned that earlier. I was peeing. Yeah. They don't actually name, like she doesn't actually hear the name Ghost Spider until like issue four. I, I'm even thinking it's issue five. It's five. They all come back in five. So, I mean, does she like, call herself Spider-Ghost Spider, Ghost Spider no, at all? No. Or that's just the end of the book. No. That's just, that's just, yeah. It, it's weird it, that it would, it would even be named that because the, the person reading the Spider Geddon main story hasn't heard the, like, Ghost Spider doesn't even show up until issue four or five, whichever one it came up in. So yeah. that, that's kind of a weird naming. It, it's like, you know, they want to so who, who's Ghost Spider? Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen, yeah. So that's a new name? That's it? But they just call her that because she comes back from, and they think she's dead. Yeah. They, oh, okay. Like issue two, I think, or issue one or two, they think she's dead. And then she shows up and Miles just, I think it's Miles is like, wait, is that really you or are you some sort of ghost spider? Because at this point, he's seen like a thousand different types of Spider-Man. Yeah, there's a Spider-Man, Spiders Man. That's yeah. like thousands of spiders that form a, a Peter Parker. And there's another Spiders Man that they they don't show in any of the Spider Verse. But I got insulted when they showed that Spiders Man and not the Earth X Spider Spiders Man. You know what I mean? One of them's Mexican, right? No, the 
it's just from the future, from a possible future of Earth X. Oh, okay. But it, he's just he's like a goblin thing, like. But it's like the costume is his skin. You know what I mean? What? Kind of like the doppelganger. Oh, okay. Hey, hey Mo, I just got your text. Do you still need that? No, no. I I went while you were talking about Aquaman. Okay. <laughs> All that talk about water and underwater like made me really want to pee. I really should keep my phone on me when I when I do the show. <laughs> <laughs> you usually do, but today you didn't. I uh, usually right. yeah, uh, yeah. It worked out. I'll, I'll do it, it now. It, it's the holidays. Yeah. I've got I, I don't need it, another it's... screen is what I'm saying. <laughs> Not today. Now, Oz, you read Spider Geddon. Right. What I, were your thoughts on it? I like, read Spider Geddon because Marvel tricked me. I, they I I went into the comic book shop because today Superior Spider-Man number one comes out. I walk in there all happy and I grab my book. I go pay for it. I start walking out reading it and that motherfucker is already superior Spider-Man. There's, you know, those little fucking squares where the dude's like, oh, for how this happened, you need to read Spider-Geddon. So yeah. now I'm like, fuck. I went back and read Spider-Geddon 0 through 5. I didn't read any of the tie-ins because... I'm not about to spend that much on Marvel. Well, and... I didn't tell you to read tie-ins, right? No, it does. It does. Oh, okay. as, she, as stuff happens, it, there, there's that. <laughs> it, li- it said th- read everything. Right. There's that same little box saying, well, this, fi- find out what this is in Spider-Force. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to read Spider-Force for? Superior isn't even there. He's here. I can see that. Yeah. Like, he, he just mentioned, hey, I sent Spider-Force to take care of this. So that's how Marvel tricked me, and I read it. I like the story. I think it's actually a superior Spider-Man story. I know Mo said it's a a Miles Davis story of him fumbling through the multiverse. Not even the multiverse. He's just... He's fumbling through the inheritor's crisis. He's just keep. It's really he keeps undermining Doctor Octopus and then fucks up every issue except for five. And even then, it's because Earth Six One Six Peter Parker tells everybody, "Hey, just take Doctor Octopus's lead. He'll be fine." So when they hear that voice, they're like, "Okay, he's the only one. He's the only one that's ever single-handedly beaten an inheritor." And not only that, he's done it four times. He doesn't take any lead throughout all Spider-Geddon. You don't even see Peter till that last issue. Like, he yeah. just shows up to tell everybody, hey, like, let's, let's, let's listen to Otto, because he knows what the fuck yeah. he's doing. I see it as a as a Otto Octavius story. Issue zero is <coughs> Superior Spider-Man coming to recruit Sony Spider-Man from the games. And so it, the, the whole book is just Superior Spider-Man, Sony Spider-Man team up. And then you, you get into number one. Now it starts off uh, with a uh, superior. He's still superior uh, octopus, but I see it as kind of the the origin of why he needs to become the superior Spider-Man again. And it does go with what Mo said because Miles Davis has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Otto can see that, and it's like, well, okay, well, this motherfucker doesn't know what he's doing. Parker's an idiot. I'm the only one that can stop this, which. It ends up that, yeah, he is the one that comes up with the plan that, that stops it. So by issue two, he takes up the, the superior Spider-Man mantle again and takes over. He just takes over. He tells everybody what to do. He lets Miles do his recruiting of the people he thinks that they that they need. And I, I'm guessing that's what happens in either Spectacular Spider-Man or or, or, or Vault of Spiders. I, forget, I, I just saw that that's there, too. Yeah. And, it, and the reason he does that is... We need to throw bodies at these people to slow them down while we figure out how we're going to stop them. That's what ends up happening. You, Miles Davis's team is getting their ass kicked until Superior Spider-Man shows up with his team of badasses <laughs> and saves everybody. 
So they have like a suicide I'm squad. About, I'm curious about how does uh, the PS4 Spider-Man react to seeing Doc Ock as a uh, superior Spider-Man? He doesn't. He, what he went through. He doesn't trust them at first because this is after the events of the game. In fact, they start fighting when he first shows up. But he shows them that, look, I'm not here to fight you. I'm here because we need you. I've gone good. And so the Sony Spider-Man kind of trusts him, but keeps an eye on him because he sees a little bit of that arrogance that he saw in his own Otto Octavius. He even says, look, I see, I see that you can be the hero that you say you are, but you're not there yet. I trust you, but I'm keeping an eye on you because you're still, you have it in you to be, to go either way. And okay. that, that's what in that Spider-Gannon Zero, because they team up and take down a villain. And he sees that Otto does actually know what he's doing and does have good ideas, knows how to, how to stop a criminal without, you know, murdering them or something like that. You know, he goes along with it. So Oz, in Vault of Spiders, none of that happens. That whole thing with Miles is all what you see in Spider-Geddon. There's not like a... Like, when did he recruit Silk? That's not in any of the other books. She's not in Vault of Spiders. Vault of Spiders is just an anthology of different, like, universe Spider-Men. Well, I'm I'm, I'm just guessing, because we just get to a point where yeah. they no, have no, a no, plan... I'm, I'm breaking the news to you of how bad this... How badly this event has been executed. Here's the other thing that really, really just fucked me up reading Spider-Geddon is Zero, like I said, is it's Superior Spider-Man recruiting Sony Spider-Man. But at the beginning, they tell you this happened this many months ago. It's a, it's a long time. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, I, I didn't know, I hadn't read any of the Spider-Geddon books. I didn't know who the villains was. And it's him telling them, hey, we have this problem. There's these guys that call themselves the Inheritors. And what they're doing is they're eating Spider-Man throughout the multiverse. So I assumed, oh, he's recruiting him for the Spider-Verse event. Like, this is just telling us, oh, he he's he recruited him before. But then you get to, like, issue three or four, and that's where he goes and recruits Spider-Man. And, like, the that stupid little box that makes me buy comics that I don't want to buy says, oh, well, this this goes back to Spider-Geddon Zero. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Like, it just the timelines get all out of whack all of a sudden because stuff's happening that they said happened in books that happened before you know so shit's happening in, in spider-geddon 3 that is actually what happened in spider-geddon 0 so that kind of threw yeah. me off and it, it what that's just the best example but there's a couple other things that happen like that that it says spider-geddon 0 came out after the series started that, that that's kind of dumb how do you have yeah, a zero after one and two? Are they Tarantinoing the story? Look, if it was, if it, they were Tarantinoing it, like you could be like, oh, it's quaffable yet contrite and it works. But <laughs> it's not. They're not Tarantinoing. They just they did that for when the game come out, came out. Spider Man like, Zero. Spider Man Zero came out when the game came out. Just like Spider Man ended when. Spider Verse came out. Into the Spider Verse came out. There, it's it's a fucking cash grab, and it feels like it. So there's the Spider Man Renew Your Vows universe that I was mad that never existed in the Spider Verse before Secret Wars. It existed during Secret Wars, and it, it kept going after Secret War, and. It's like, okay, now they brought that into the Spider-Geddon here. And in Spider-Girls, that shit was tight. It had decent art. It had a good story. You see the effects of what happened to Spider-Girls playing out in Spider-Geddon. And then them coming into Spider-Geddon 
towards the end, like it's worth it. It's worth reading that ancillary book. But you look at Spider Force, and the Spider Force is good in its own right. It didn't need to be tied in. Like they could have tied it in without having to put the Spider Gwen brand. You don't get anything out of that. It doesn't like, add anything. It doesn't add anything because the only person that survives is a Spider Woman, and she does nothing in Spider Man and Spider Gwen Five. <laughs> she gets captured in like three or four and then they release her she's like okay i'm gonna go help everybody now <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah basically she gets captured and then you see her ass as she as she leaves yeah it, it, it's and, and spider she's force, good for like, according spider to force the writers like, spider force had good characters in it and none of those characters did anything towards like they all just died it had kane it had the it had the spider bitch like I know it's it's you know you don't call women that these days and and but her name is censored because she's from the old man Logan universe. It's uh what's her name Ashley Barton Hawkeye's daughter. She's a spider person, and she's she's from like Earth TRN eight forty five, which Earth TRN eight forty five is just a possible future version of the possible future version that is the old man logan verse so that's a whole thing like so she died in that and she died in spider geddon they just call her spider woman in this but then it has like a kid that a vigilante but like an anti-hero so he like steals from the drug dealers but he steals their money too and that's how he pays his rent and shit and, you know, so it was interesting characters in Spider-Force, but ultimately Spider-Force did nothing. It did nothing to move along Spider-Geddon. It did nothing to, like, justify me spending my money. They were just there to die. Yeah, they're just there to die. It was definitely a Suicide Squad mission, but the movie Suicide Squad was better than Spider-Force. There's, there's a lot of Spider-People that show up just to die. Yeah, and, it, it like, Miles getting the Enigma Force is dumb, too, like, You've been seeing fu- you've been seeing him fumbling the whole series, and then he still doesn't do the thing with the Spider Force that's good anyway. Like all he does is use that leopard on like Japanese Spider Man sword. Like yeah. the Japanese Spider Man could have done that. Yeah, Spider Man. Yeah, and then you got the you know the Penny Parker one. That one's cool, but doesn't do anything. Like this whole shit was a, a cash grab, and it was terrible. Like I. I, I hate it. I mean, we can expect more cash grab because with the success of Into the Spider-Verse, I'm pretty sure Marvel has another plan for another Spider-Verse comic. They made it known that, yeah, we are going to get more Spider-Verse crises. Marvel's already, yeah. always ready for a cash grab. Yeah, but sometimes they're good. You know, like, like Fear Itself was a Thor event along the time that the Thor movie was coming out. It was good. It did its thing. I don't know. But, I only read the Deadpool ones. Yeah, but it, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's good. It's a cash grab and it's good. Like, where was their crash, cash grab when all the characters that were making a ton of money on the screen, you wanted to buy their comics and they were women or black or not the characters they were on the screen? Where was that cash grab? Like, why they got to fuck the shit I like when they do the cash grab? Yeah. They're going to continue Disney. doing this I mean, until Marvel. nobody buys that comic anymore. Which one? I mean, they're going to continue doing this cash grab until people stop buying these Spider-Verse oh. comics. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's it sucks. They did the, you know, they did it with the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. They did the Spider-Verse crossover event, and that actually worked because with the comics they had the Web Warriors, and it's like that tied into the cartoon. They left the comic, and then the next week the event happened on the cartoon. That was cool. That sounds cool. Yeah, and it was Miles Morales, but it wasn't the Ultimate Spider-Man Miles Morales. It was like another version of Miles Morales and 
I think Spider Gwen came out on it, and Spider Ham, and that Ultimate, the cartoon. That's how that went. But th- this is bad, and you know, Dan Slott gets a credit for it. It's just because he created the Spider Verse <laughs> and, and all this shit. But it, he gets like a writing credit. But ultimately, if I was him, I'd have my name off of it. This shit's so bad. <laughs> Like, you know, I, I'm critical about the guy that wrote it and spearheaded it. It's a dude named Crystal's Gage. He, he um, yeah, he's not my favorite Spider-Man writer. Like, he does team books better, but I, I don't want him touching Spider-Man. You know, they, they hired, you know, Nick Spencer, great writer, great indie writer. He, he did great superhero books that people like. I don't, but people do. And they put him to replace Dan Slott with Ryan Stegman doing art. Not Ryan Stegman. What's the name? Ryan Otley doing art. If you're doing a big event, why isn't the Amazing Spider-Man book tied in? Yeah. So Spectacular doesn't, that's a whole nother thing. What's Spectacular then? Spectacular is like the lesser of the Spider-Man books. It's like Amazing, but it's what happens in between the stuff in Amazing. Or sometimes before or after. Like if he fights a villain in a court's three issues... Spectacular or, t- or show what happens. What the, what the fuck? fuck is that? We're going into the Spider-Verse. Uh, something's wrong with the audio stream. I was told to check. Okay. Did you check? And, and you couldn't mute? Uh, and apparently uh, something is wrong with the live stream. So you're going to have to fix that. R.I.P. all games. Did they pay the bill? Because it, it says I'm connected. Yeah, eh, we're recording anyway. We're almost done. Where was it? Yeah, so Spectacular Spider-Man. So it was the book. When that book got relaunched again was the one that kind of made it feel like the movie Homecoming. And I read issue zero. I didn't like it. I didn't continue reading it. But it's always been like the stuff that happens. So you have like Amazing Spider-Man, Peter Parker Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, and then another Amazing Spider-Man. You get four Spider-Man books a month. So when Dan Slott was doing it, they just got rid of those other ones and then just had Amazing Spider-Man be longer, bigger, and have it twice a month still. So, so now they a got... a cash grab, but they knew what they were doing. Well, they just gave you good stories in two books. So now they gave you another Peter Parker story that's useless. From what I could tell so far, it's useless because it doesn't really tie in to Amazing Spider-Man in the sense... That like what's happening in Amazing Spider-Man right now wasn't happening in Spectacular Spider-Man. It's Spectacular Spider-Man tied into Spider-Geddon, and then we'll see where that goes. But even Amazing Spider-Man is is now half the size, <laughs> still twice a month, and double the price. What? Because they just kept the original price from Dan Slot times, where the book was two books in one. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know where that's going, but and if people pay it. Fuck it. Well, I mean, I don't mind paying it for Amazing Spider-Man, but I'm not going to like try I'm not going to pay double for Amazing Spider-Man and then still go back and try to get Spectacular to get the backup stories that Dan Slott used to be doing, you know? Yeah. All in all, I give Spider-Geddon two out of five broken Spider-Watches. Two out of five? Yeah. I mean, I was going to do three myself. Yeah. Just because I'm such a superior fan that it really felt like a superior Spider-Man story to me. But really, if you're a superior fan, like, he wasn't even that superior in this. He was very Damn. superior. No, he, was, he wasn't. Like, six, it really showed why 616 Peter Parker is the superior one. Because he was able to do what Ock wanted to do and what Miles wanted to do 
in 30 seconds. That just shows that that all those Spider-Man, all those different versions of Spider-Man are racist against autos and they nah. don't trust him. <laughs> that that's not that no nah, really. That that's, that's all it is. It's the fact that nah. he's a, he's an Octavius. Nah, that that nah. they don't trust them, and until uh, a regular ass Peter Parker says, "Hey, you guys should trust this fucking genius of a of a spider person over here," it just proves that yeah, they're all just racist. That's six one six Parker Superior. That's it. That's the Superior Spider Man. He didn't he come. Did. He didn't come up with the plan to to save the universe. He did. No, he didn't. He he went. Showed up. Was like, oh shit, what you're doing here is brilliant. Yeah, let's go with yeah. that. But no, Otto wanted to kill them. Right, and all the other, all the other, didn't want to kill them. Peter said, "Okay, kill them, and then have them." No, he did it. No, modify the cloning. Yeah, Otto said, "I want." Look, he even told female Otto, "Like, look, I, I think we should just kill the motherfuckers." But all these fucking spider people with their fucking morals can't bring themselves to do that. I wanted to kill them the first time. They imprisoned them, and look now they're now they're out killing people again. So we need some com- some kind of compromise. This is my compromise, and he came up with it. And all Peter Parker does is he shows up to where Otto is, looks at what he's doing. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's brilliant." Hey guys, listen to listen to this guy. Peter Parker. Peter Peter doesn't. Spider-Man. Peter doesn't come up with that plan. He just shows up at the last page wonder, and looks at it. I wonder, you know, with all the different Spider Mans out there, has there ever been a Spider Man Prime? Yeah, six one six. Six one six. Yeah, he's the Prime. In fact, there's like seven or eight of the Prime Spider People. They even say yeah, at one point, "Hey, representing six one six. Because yeah, six one six. They're all the Prime People. That's the thing. It's that number six one six. Is there yeah. an Earth One no, Spider-Man but, or something? No, no, no. Earth One that, is here's the thing. You're, you're you're getting it mistaken with DC multiverse logic, which doesn't work because Earth <laughs> One is subjective on which Earth you are. Like if you're on this Earth, like to us, this is Earth One, you know. Uh, but Earth Six One Six is the Prime Universe because that's the one where all the comic books take place. Yeah, and they go to. It's not even. I can't even say Earth One. It's like Universe One, and that's yeah. Loom World, which I doesn't it still doesn't make sense any kind of goddamn that, sense to me. But well, that what thing, is it? Is Loom it? World. It's where oh, that yeah. one in Heter- Heritage Web springs out from. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. again, that whole world does not make any kind of sense. I need to read no, more about it's, that. No, it's it's really just like Kami's house in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I thought that's Kami where Madam Web yeah. was, but there's that one dude, the 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 guy that was watching over the web. Yeah, I like I I, I thought that web was what Madam Web was in charge of. No, nah, she just taps into it. It's all it's all weird. I don't know what's going on with the goddamn stream. It says I'm connected, but people are saying I'm not. Uh, it, it's down, down. It's I, dead. I, I'm I see the server up, but it's not doing anything. That's why we're gonna get shitty numbers. Thanks, Tiger Claw. Didn't Tiger no, Claw it's, it's more like thanks, week? Derek. Yeah, if Derek <laughs> did his job, is he still our boss? I think he's still in the hospital. Why is he in the hospital? Was he, he in was... the hospital or was his message in the hospital? One, I think they're both still there. Like they were both together in there. I don't know for who or for what, but um... yeah, I saw that picture. It looked like a kid's hospital, and Derek H is not having a kid. Server is back up. Try to connect now. Um. I did. But yeah, so oh, did you give it three out of... Yeah, just because I like Superior and there's a lot of him in it. The you could have had does... a better Superior story without all of this. You know that, right? Right, because I did read Superior Spider-Man 1 and, spoiler alert, Dark Side shows up. 
And it's better than all what? the. It's better than anything you read in Spider Geddon, that one issue? Yeah. Yeah. I who wrote I just, that issue? Uh, Superior Spider Man? Yeah. Let's see. I have it here. Let me go up. I bet it was Dan Slot. No, it's not. Uh, Crystal's Gage. Oh, my God. That's the guy that wrote Spider Geddon. Oh, well, he did a much better job with Superior Spider Man 1 because you really see that arrogance. It opens up with him fighting Stiltman. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta read that. Yeah, it's it, that's it's where funny. he could really be arrogant because that's like low level, like Spider Man villain. Yeah, like even Spider Man, even Peter Parker becomes arrogant with him. One thing I do have to say about Crystal's Gage, even though this whole, you know, I don't blame him for this series being shitty. I blame editorial. I think editorial. It's really like, oh, we got to do. A, let's put these people on this book because of Spider Verse. He did do a good job of every, you know, spider people look the same. They're all in red and blue costumes, more or less, some more than others. And you can you can hear the way they speak is different from each other, even though they look the same. Like, you know which Spider-Man is saying what and reacting to something because he's this Spider-Man. I begrudgingly recommend Spider-Geddon, but I just read it to find out how we get to Superior Spider-Man 1. And I feel bad that I haven't read Superior Octopus because I, I should have. Yeah. The the art in Spider Geddon Zero was great. Like I had to loot, I had to look up that that artist just because it was it was one of those each panel is a painting type of deal. Uh huh. So, oh, it was Clayton Crane. That guy's good. I, I love him from his image days. Yeah. That, so I I would recommend Spider Geddon Zero just for the art alone. It's a pretty good standalone too, because it's it's. Hey, who who's uh who's eating chips? I keep hearing the rustling. I think I think Hacked is rubbing his face on on the microphone. Yeah, probably. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that that's the noise. Yeah, stop doing that. Whatever you just did. Probably his beard rubbing all over it. What, stop, it. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Man, you gotta shave, man. I was moving my earbud in my ear. Oh, well, I don't, don't know how you're hearing. Well, that. don't. That's weird. Whatever yeah, you did, don't. don't. How about that? Oh, sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Cl- um, Clayton Crane, great job. It's standalone. I mean, yeah, he's recruiting him for the event, but it, them teaming up to, to fight. I don't want to say random ass villain. How how random is Tarantula? It's like a Mexican uh, spider. spider. Is it, it's a Mexican superior Spider-Man, actually. I'm surprised the... Oh, he does get eaten by Inheritor, too, right? Not in this book. No. no. I'm, yeah, then I'm surprised he didn't get eaten by an Inheritor. I, no, I don't, did, I don't think he's a totem, though. Because even in Spider-Geddon, when they get superior yeah. Spider-Man, they're like, oh, you're not a real Spider-Man. And this Tarantula doesn't have, at least not... Sony version in this book doesn't have yeah. actual like Spider-Man powers. It's just the dude nah. with the Doc Doc extra things coming yeah, out of his back. Technology in the comics, he does have spider powers though, or tarantula powers, but, but he's still not a totem. Uh, Crystal's Gage wrote Superior Octopus too. He took a break for Spider Geddon then. Yeah, I, he, did, he couldn't. Did he you couldn't read do it uh, Superior Octopus? Was that any good? Yeah, that was good. I like reading that. Yes, I think... actually I love the design, the costume design. Like I love everything about that book. Right, because he looks so like Hydra's Spider Superior Spider Man. Yeah, but it's like even his motivations, like he's trying to be. That's why I'm like disappointed that he's Superior Spider Man again, because in Superior Octopus, 
he's like, okay, I did the Superior Spider-Man thing. Like, I was trying to be somebody else but better, but I'm trying to be me but better. And then it went to Superior Spider-Man again. He Literally, like, when he went back to the Spider-Man costume, he's like, well, I guess fitting this this event, I should... It makes sense to just wear this now. Like, he felt like he was taking a step down to go back to Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, and it is a, it, it is a little weird because that first issue, he kind of talks about that. Like, they, they go a little bit into his childhood where he says, well, when I was this age, I... I was trying to be what would make my dad happy, but he beat the hell out of me. So then I tried to be what would make my mom happy, and then she died. And then I became this thing, and then I became... I tried to be Spider-Man, and I was better, but it wasn't me. So now now I'm being the best Otto that I can be, even if nobody else knows it. Because he's he's made a a clone body for himself that is kind of an amalgam of Peter and Otto. Yeah. That was the explanation why his ex-fiance didn't immediately recognize him. Yeah, yeah. That's why he looked a little like eastern european right and that was all explained in i think it was spider geddon where he had like a whole yeah. cloning lab where he's just making yeah, clones yeah. of himself he took over the jackals like area which is an interesting story too i might read that i, I forget it's like the clone saga or something the, like cl- that. the clone conspiracy right where ben riley scarlet spider like dies 27 times because yeah there's a scientist that's trying to make him it's, well it's the doomsday story to me that's what that's what they did the doomsday. yeah well the 27 times it doesn't happen in that i don't think the 27 times happens in like web of life in 1994. Oh, I thought that's what that was. Because he, he yeah. said that it was like the, the 25th or 26th time that he became the Jackal. Yeah. So what it is, it's like he they did a bunch of them and he kept dying. And then you get Kane, or as I like to call him, Savitar, in, back in 1994. But this Ben Riley, I think... If I, I haven't read Clone Conspiracy, but I knew that he kept dying back in the day. So it might be like four deaths. In the clone conspiracy out of the, everything that's happened in the last you know, 30, 20 years or so. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Ben Riley. I remember is I a, got that whole clone saga. I have it somewhere. Ben Riley yeah. is a horrible Spider-Man because he dies all the time. He dies in Spider-Geddon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a little bit of a spoiler, but a lot of Spider-People die in Spider-Geddon. Yeah. You, you have to have a lot of people die. That's why, you know. And that's why it's called Spider-Geddon. I really like that they brought in the Renew Your Vows Spider-Man the with the Mary Jane. It's like a family of spider people that fight crime. Oh, that's the one where Mary Jane and Spider-Man are both Spider-Man yeah. and then their kids. And the daughter, is spider yeah. Girl. So what it is is the daughter is a spider person and Peter Parker is uh, Mary Jane. Her costume gives her the power. Oh, that's weird. But she's still yeah. a totem? No, she's not a totem. She just goes with them as his partner. Okay, and then their daughter is something special. Yeah, she's the she she's a seamstress or something. Yeah, she's the one that spins the web of life and and destiny. Okay, so I do have a question because there's um another. It's supposed to be a a special Spider Man that they call the other, and in Spider Verse that was the one that defeated the Inheritors. I believe I don't remember. They say they mention that the other is out there somewhere, and you see uh Peter Parker resurrecting. Yeah, I don't know what Earth 982 was, I thought that was yeah. the Peter Parker from Miles Davis's universe. No, it, it's the from the it's um Spider. So, 
there if you read spider girls there's anya corazon that's spider woman or spider girl and then there's the was it the the spider girl from that renew your vows one and then there's the other one that her her brother benjamin was the scion or whatever so her dad died her peter parker died that she's from earth 982 so the guy that resurrected at the end, the other, is her dad. Okay, is that an interesting story that I should look up when it comes out? Because they made it seem um, like that's going to be a book. It, yeah, it, I don't. It, it really depends how they execute it. I mean, you would have thought that I, I, for me, like if you told me a Spider Verse sequel uh, event this soon after the original was going to fail, and and I, I feel it did fail. I don't think it was as good. I don't think it was properly executed. It didn't have the right talent behind it. A lot of the stories were good, but a lot of them weren't. I wouldn't even blame the the creative teams behind them. I would blame the editorial. Like, oh, Spider-Force. Like, make a book that's a Suicide Squad like this. Like, it, the art in that book wasn't that good. And, and the art in... What was the one that particularly had bad art was... The ghost spider that had bad art. Oh, um, that that Spider Woman. That's May Parker. Okay. Oh, Spider Man. No, the the Spider Woman from the uh, uh, New York City Sirens. Yeah, May Day Parker. Yeah. Okay, but both her parents are dead. Just Peter's gonna. Are both her parents yeah. dead? I thought both. I thought they were both. Dead. No, it's Peter. Oh, yeah. oh that might be interesting. I kind of like May Day a little bit. Yeah, I, no, I she's good. And she's really good in. in Read Spider Girls. Spider Girls is a really good like that. I think that is better than all all of Spider Gang. Yeah, I I picked up that series. book by accident because I saw the cover and I I thought it was uh it was superior. Yeah, because she's got the, the, the exact black. same costume yeah. and yeah, depending Which on the artist, you can't gripe. see the boobs. <laughs> that was my big gripe when Superior changed his costume. It's like it just looks like Spider Girl, Spider Woman, right, with the know? backpack. Yeah, but nobody believed me. But now they got you. So, you know, six years later, here we are. <laughs> I was they, right. They get their Power Ranger armor on. Yeah, that was dumb. But, I, you know, it works. The, heck, you read Metal, right? No, I wanted to, oh, but God I haven't gotten it. to it yet. Why they did you the whole Power Ranger shit too right. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's the same armor they used in Metal. That's retarded. Although, I think she actually... Yeah, I'm looking at the page right now. and Wait, she actually they got said, armor in Metal? Yeah, yeah, it's well, Why it's metal it armor. Called metal. It's not the music. Ah, fuck. It's it's well, like metal X too. It's it's some goofy thing, but yeah, it, I'm, I'm looking at Spider getting fired right now, and she actually says, "Spider Girl, power up!" And then the armor yeah. just gets on them. <laughs> and now they're they're wearing like knight's armor. Like, See, they're, so they're Power the Rangers. Spider Man should have been there. They, they're three. They're, they're like Charlie's Angels, but they have spider powers and they're Power Rangers too. But they don't do that in Spider Girls. So they don't get the armor in Spider Girls. They, they, they don't use it. The just, whole the whole thing is trying to get her to to become unwittingly. They don't know about the Pattern Maker, but she's becoming the Powder Maker in those three issues. I don't know. I would think if you told me there's a Miles Davis story where he becomes uh, the cosmic spider, I, I would think that would be some kind of epic badass story, but it's it's not. It's yeah, it's not. He couldn't do what he had to here's the thing, and this is why like I don't know if you heard the show last week, Oz, but 
I told Larry that the Spider Verse into the Spider Verse Miles would be better suited to lead the crew in Spider Geddon because that Miles is just a bumbling fool. Issue five of Spider Geddon confirms it. He got the Enigma Force. The Enigma Force didn't even want to go to him because he's not. There's. It's like you don't need it. You know, like <laughs> it's not that big a deal. Was there and, was there a book where it where like he gets it because in spider geddon there's there's a page where they find it and then the uh-huh. next book he's already a cosmic spider so i just assume that one of the that's it that, it doesn't happen anywhere else like there's not and it's angry there's not like a, a few pages where he convinces it to hey help us out get, well that page that get one inside page where me. he where you think he just says like they say oh you got it angry you know yeah, like, that, that and that's the, that, that, it, it shows up. So I assume yeah. there'd be a, a page where they convince it to there, get there into him. There isn't. That's stupid. And here's the one, thing. Again, one of many problems. Again, why 616 Peter Parker is the superior one. He was flying around. Not flying around, but he was web slinging around. Boom, boom. One day he's like swinging around and he just kind of falls. Like, whoa, what the fuck? The Enigma Force got him. And he didn't know why. He's like, oh, shit. I have all this power. And then, then the threat showed itself. You know, you got okay, I might, Captain Universe. I might give that Peter Parker some credit. You're going to have to tell me whether I should or not. If from, from reading the Spider-Geddon books, I get the picture that he defeats one of the inheritors on his own. On his own. Four times. Well, then, okay, I'll give him the, the credit for that. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, Superior a- defeats five of them, but he does need the help of the other spiders to, to keep him busy. Yeah, the only help he got was from J. Jonah Jameson, and he basically gave him the spider watch so that he could travel between dimensions, and then uh, Moreland broke it, and that's it. So so I was thinking, you know, they say, it's like, why don't we get, the whole time in Spider-Geddon, they're saying, why doesn't 616 Peter Parker come and help us? And he goes, he's actually fighting Moreland by himself so that we don't have to deal with him. So he took on the strongest one, <laughs> by himself defeated him and then he comes and, and and talks them into beating the other ones like he is the superior one like he literally the only reason these crises keep happening with the, the inheritors is because he single-handedly keeps beating them his existence is an insult to their existence okay so i'll give 616 peter parker he's He's the muscle, but superior is the brain. Well, that's kind of the, that. You know what? That's that is kind of that is kind of how 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 it is. Like if you read Amazing Spider-Man, he gets split into his Spider-Man and his Parker, and it is kind of like that. Like he's got the intellect and the, the strength, but he can't use them both together. I always tell people to read that or that first run of Superior Spider-Man. Because it was amazing. All these years of Peter Parker being Peter Parker and being a lot like that fat Peter Parker in the in the in the Into the Spider Verse movie. Yeah. Then Doc Ock takes over his life and fixes damn near everything. Well, gets him his PhD. Like- gets him a business. He's he's managing his work, his love life, and his Spider Man life. Yeah. And that was amazing to watch. It, but but Superior can't save the universe without killing. Right. And that's the thing. That's the Parker. The, the, what, the essence of 616 Parker is what they all lack. Every last one of them. And that's what really right. saves even, the day. Even Doc Ock admits it. He's like, look, I, I'm gonna, I have to give you back your body because 
you're the only one that can actually handle this problem. And that right. shows how brilliant Superior Spider-Man is, that he's willing to hand the reins over to the, the blunt instrument that's needed. You know, sometimes you just need a really big hammer. Well, you need a really big hammer with a fine point. Okay. I get it. Because it, it's Parker's no dummy, you know? He's not the rhino, you know? Like, he's smart. It's just Otto is smarter, but he's also... That intelligence comes with disassociativeness and disassociation and egocentricism and you know ultimately leads to villainy even when he's trying to do the right thing right because he's surrounded parker by- has the selflessness that carries and gives him strength to fight any obstacle even if he's not smart enough right and i i identify with the with the genius surrounded by idiots i know what he's going through i like oh, superior poor. yeah people should pick up superior the the first one and well, there's only one book of the of the new one. You don't need Spider Geddon. It's all no right. one needs it. <laughs> it's all right, but you don't you don't need it. Just pick up the the new Superior Spider Man. Read Spider Verse. I wouldn't even go that far. No, if like <laughs> if you want to do like if you watched into the Spider Verse and you want to see you want to read a Spider Verse story. Read the original Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse was the same thing where fucking Marvel tricked me into buying more books. And I blame Larry. But those were good. Look, read some of these. Read all of these and read all the other ones and tell me which one. Look, I'm not going to read the tie-ins. You just told me they're crap. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I read all those tie-ins and I read all these. And there were more over there. I think it's like 30 books total. Here, I think it's only like 20. I still got Spider-Verse, the first one, in my Amazon wish list because the the collected one of everything. Yeah. It was way too much for me to afford at the time. It was like a hundred. Still is. No, not a hundred. It was uh, forty, maybe thirty-five. That's not. I think you can get it. A deal it it with ain't Jeffrey's bad comics. for what it what's there, but it's is it, a lot. Is it just one trade? It's a hardcover, no? Yeah, it's a, it's a big one. It's a big one, and it's hardcover. I think there's a paperback. Yeah, the paperback. But you know, is... when, when you put a paperback in that, it's going to be thick as hell. Yeah, it's not worth reading. Wait, hold hold on, hold on, because I I just looked at the last page of Spider Man Five. So now there's a Miles Morales Spider-Man number one. Have you read that? No, I haven't read that. It says on sale now. And there's also Spider-Gwen Ghost Spider number four. Now, the Spider-Geddon stuff only went up to three. So four is going to be, is that going to be an ongoing thing? I might pick up a Spider-Gwen. Well, I considered picking up up the Spider-Gwen book, but you said the art's horrible. And you know how I feel about that. Yeah. If you're going to read a Spider-Gwen book, read the the OG one. I think I did. That came out after Spider-Verse, right? Because everybody knocked right. themselves over. Yeah, from. yeah. I think I did read that at least one or two issues. I don't know how many it, came out. It it actually is a good book. I think it went up to like thirty. Okay, yeah, I probably just read like the first one or two. But yeah, I'm seeing a Miles Morales Spider-Man number one on sale now. I'm just telling you because you'll probably get it. I don't want to get it. I'm not gonna get it. I'm not a Miles fan. Like the only Miles I ever liked is Into the Spider-Verse. And is this the Ultimate Spider Universe? Ultimate Universe Spider Man. The one, yeah, the one you, you see here is the Ultimate one, but there's no Ultimate Universe anymore. Oh, it, it got died. it got convergenced into six one six. No, it's just Miles is the only one that survived. But he's in six one six now. Yeah. Was there a Miles in six one six? No. Oh, well, that sucks because yeah. he, th- he's not special anymore. Because he was special in Ultimate. Cause... He never in special. He wasn't in Ultimate. He wasn't even special because there was already another Spider Woman. Well, but they that killed, was a clone. But they killed Parker. the they killed Peter Parker and he didn't he he took up the mantle right. That was the story. Yeah, and then he came back like fourteen issues later. Oh, he did. Yeah. 
Oh man, they hate they hate black people at Marvel. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, like that's what I'm saying. Like, well, they the, they only the, hate black people by half because he's half black. Yeah, well, they hate Puerto Ricans, is what it is. No, they Speaking hate the number they, one. They hate black people because if if they hated Puerto Ricans, you wouldn't be Morales. But they uh, totally wipe out the the black man out of out of Miles and call him Morales. Go ahead, heck. Uh, speaking of number ones, did either of you read Shazam number one? Fuck no. When did I knew that you come would. Out? I knew you were gonna say that. I'll read it tomorrow. Sorry, I meant heck no. <laughs> I didn't even know. Is that like movie related? I'm guessing. I don't think so. I think there's a variant cover that is, but the actual story, it's a it's new Shazam. Like it's not new fifty two Shazam. It's a, it's another like rebirth, but it's not branded rebirth. When did this come out? Because I've not even seen it anywhere. <clears throat> it's there. recent. Uh, let me check the. Is thing. it called Shazam or is it called something else? No, it's called Shazam. One A or two? S H A Z. I think one A. Yeah, there's it's S H A Z A M. Yeah, I'm not seeing it on my comic book. Really. Oh shit! There it is. He's in a classroom. Yeah. Oh, this came it's out. A, it's a five dollar book. It's thick. Five dollars. God. Yeah. It's. A, I read half of it because there's a backup story about Mary. Mary I didn't Marvel? read it. Like, does she get her powers or? Um, it's an interesting story. A lot of people have powers. I'm scrolling through the book right now. I don't, what? Why do we need this book? There's nothing new in it. It's it's an origin it, it's, story. He gets his powers, and I guess they're they're copying Homecoming because he fights criminals like wearing Justice League masks. Like in Homecoming, they were wearing Avengers masks. And oh, the whole it, Mar- the whole Marvel family. It's pretty much a retelling of his origin, like a really quick retelling. Definitely quick, because by what? What is this page? Seven or eight, the whole Marvel family. There's Mary Marvel and yeah. Freddie Friedman, all of them. Yeah, all the. So Marvels. the whole Foster, the whole Foster family, except the parents, have powers. I don't like what's oh, I forget the guy's name. The the one Mexican guy, the bearded guy, Zachary Levy. No, he's uh he's a uh, uh, the Marvel family. He's wearing green in this one. Mario Marvel? I, I don't know, but he's doing he I guess he's doing the pose like he's about to hit a home run, but he is sticking that ass farther than Flanders in that one. <laughs> like dude, I it, you have the book in front of you. Like you can you can scroll and see what the fuck is happening here, right? Yeah, let me scroll through my comment. It's it's like literally the page after you see the 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 whole family in their in their regalia i guess you would say regalia regalia it bugs me that they don't tell you their names oh yeah i see it right like no, that they, ass they is that ass is out there yeah. like that yeah, is they're not trying to figure out post. a name they, and they make a little joke well we could call it captain marv and then uh they cut him off right there yeah but that post i mean i like i I've watched a lot of baseball. I've never seen somebody stick the ass out that far. I mean, maybe he's gay. I don't know. I wish I could put this in chat. Put it. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Look, if I do a screen grab, people will see the address of the porn that I have. <laughs> That's why you take it in Photoshop and crop it out. I got that uh, kind of time. Look, I got... You know how many screens I got going on right now? I have no idea. Uh, real quick, uh, heck, I have a mobile deal for you. Oh, oh wait. Yeah. Hold on. It, here comes the money. Here we go. More money, more money, more money, more money. Dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar. So if you buy the original Spider-Verse Omnibus on Amazon, paperback is $45. God damn. Hardcover is $129. $45. $45. 
Good lord. But the Kindle or Comixology version is right now only eight ninety nine. That's a good deal. But I hate yeah. reading on my phone. Oh, uh, get a tablet. Get used to it. You can read it on your computer screen too. I hear a disembodied voice. You guys hear that? You know, I Just, there was a similar thing like that where because after Into the Spider Verse, Amber wanted me to buy her all the Spider Man Noir. Yeah. <laughs> The Kindle version is two ninety nine. If you want a physical version, it's like a hundred bucks now. Yeah, I yeah. hate it when people take these comic books and put them on eBay for like ten times the the cover price. It pisses me off so much. I don't know why people would do that. Because of eBay, we need to get rid of eBay. I I put I put that picture. I think Tiger Claw's talking to one of his siblings. <laughs> I, put, I got some good pops off of eBay. I put that page in chat. Yeah, I, see. I need to look for that. So you alternate can... Spider Man Noir. Alternate Spider-Man Noir? There's a pop of Spider-Man Noir with the hat. What is I've it? I've never seen it. Why do people but love one. the pop? Well, if it's got the hat, it's probably because of the uh, Into the Spider-Verse movie. Did you watch Into the Spider-Man? Into the Spider-Verse? Not yet. I want to. He has the hat in the comics, too. Yeah, I've, I've seen him with the hat, but the pop, the pop I have doesn't have the hat. And you know what I hate is in when you use the Noir Spider-Man in the video game, he has a gun, but he can't use it. Dude, that's stupid that. hmm. it's more it's oh more my god he is sticking out his ass right <laughs> like that's not that's not a natural pose like no that's not that's that's who, wishful thinking on whoever drew that, this issue that who, takes who's practice who, who's yeah. on this book Hold on, i gotta i gotta look this up i can't anyway i i, I think you'd like it Wait, is this a jeff uh, johns uh, book yeah Oh my god, I have to read it, but I don't want to. <laughs> Writer yeah, Jeff, right? Jones, Jeff Johns, yeah. artist Dale Eaglesham, has never seen a baseball game in his life. <laughs> I guarantee it. You have to read post. it, but you want to just have someone read it for you. Who am I going to get to read it for me? Uh, your uh, wife? Intern. She, look, she, she's not going to read a comic book to me. <laughs> she's not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, hey. Babe, could you read this for me? And she's going to look at it. She's going to see it says Shazam. And then she's going to throw it in my face and walk away. She's going to be like, fuck you. And I can't even blame <laughs> her for it. Go back to your alcohol, Alki. And then you know what? I'm not going to get laid afterwards. Thanks a lot. You've just made me not get laid. You're used to it, though. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you got married. Now you got to deal with it. No, but I think you'd like it, Mo. Like, it's a lighter tone than New 52. It ain't uh, it ain't old school, you know? Yeah. But it that first part of this issue, it's good. And the art ain't bad either. Except aside from, that, you know, oh, that dude sticking his butt out. The, <laughs> the backup story, like, the art is totally different. It's like a, a cartoon. Yeah, it's a very, very kitty in the art style. I mean, I'll check it out. I haven't read it yet. And they, they do have their powers because Mary Marvel, I see her in the costume and then Black Chick is in the costume too. They they uh they jump into it. They're you you get the really quick telling of the wizard and how um Billy gets his powers. No, I, and I, then, I I'm just talking specifically the backup. Like I'm oh. not reading this, I don't know what's happening, but I'm just scrolling through and they they change into their Well that backup they, they, is specifically about Mary. Yeah, but they don't they, in the regular story and in all stories, when they when they shazam out, they turn into adults. 
but they still look like the same little kids in the backup slot yeah, when they that. turn into their their Shazam egos. I think I think it's uh very they're trying to make them cutesy instead of going into the you know adult adulting. I, yeah, but that that's the whole thing is when you when they turn when they use the power of Shazam, they become their adult version. Yeah. And I maybe that's what's happening here, but that it's not immediately obvious from just looking at the pictures. I mean, the only difference is the black girl loses her glasses that's apparently pretty- jeff johns is a writer on that backup story too is he yeah oh how the mighty have fallen <laughs> although i haven't read the story it could be amazing <laughs> Just, i want to know why that rabbit is flying oh because they electrocute it again i haven't read the story i'm just looking at the Fucking picture they, they turn into their alter egos and then a bolt of lightning hits the bunny and now the bunny's flying. Yeah. Either that or like they threw it out the window and there's a bolt of lightning coming out of its ass. Because that's what the yeah. image looks like. So, so what happens is the bolt of lightning after they change hits the cage the bunny's in, knocks off the lid, and the bunny flies out. No, the bunny shoots it with his eyeballs. I'm posting it in chat right now. I'll let, I'll let the oh, people he decide. Does. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a bolt of lightning comes out of his ass as he flies away. Yeah, I've had came a bunny that came out of his ass. Yeah, so with a little shit pellets coming out too. Superstar writer Jeff Johns. Yeah, that's what I've Jeff always Johns called him. Jeff Johns changing the game. That's what I've always called him. That's what, that, <laughs> that's what DC called him. Uh, I know that's your joke, but I've seen I've seen that somewhere. Well, they took it from me. Probably they take They're a lot laughing of stuff. at him behind his back. They take a lot of stuff. Look, we got them to kind of fix Deadly Class. <laughs> After our whole dust up. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to do final thoughts because it's that time. Is it? It's the, dun, dun, last, show, dun, dun, it's dun, the last show of 2018. I'm stalling because I didn't Next have week that. Is the first, dun, 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 Next week is the dun, first dun, dun, episode dun. of uh, 2019. Mo, you're running the show, man. You got to. That's right. I'm the captain now. Were you pissing or drinking? <laughs> Tire Cloud, give us some final thoughts, man. Well, I'm going to go see Bumblebee this weekend so that we can talk about it next week. And and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, it's it, today. Today's the last show of 2018. So there's going to be a lot to look forward to in 2019 in terms of comic book movies and all that stuff. That's all I got to say. Heck, man. Give us a final thought. I got too many tamales. I can't eat them. Send some to oh, me. Look, send some over here, man. I didn't get any this year. I got like two or three. I don't know. What's cheaper? Send them to LA or, or Illinois? <laughs> LA, probably. Cheap bastard. Won't even send me <laughs> hey, man. It's true. It's closer too. It's only a state away. Time they could still be warm cold. by the time they get here. Yeah, that's only. I don't know. It's pretty cold today. out there. I'll get some entire class tamales. Those. Yeah, have, just dra- those have drive down to Florida. That is a negative. Why can't I get Damn. your cocaine tamales? Damn. Because we don't make them anymore. Damn. The yeah. racket got split up. They found the cocaine. Shut it no. down. Nope. Nope. Trump is we the, uh, the justice, uh, you know, law and order president. <laughs> yeah, retired because they took away all the cocaine. 
They retired just like El Chapo. <laughs> El Chapo. Ah, oh, man, give us a final thought. I too will go watch Bumblebee this weekend, but by myself because my my marriage can't handle two bad movies <laughs> back to back. Uh, in chat, Big Man says, "If the rabbit powers, I've got an idea. How old are those chicks?" Question mark. But at on that page, they should be full grown as adults. But that's exactly what they look like in the pages before that. I mean, in fairness, they look like Barbie doll, you know, promotional no, they, shit look, on that last. They look page. exactly the same from the the. The panel right before. It's not like the the first story where you actually see that they're adults when they transform. Yeah. Alright. For the rest of us, for Larry, for Joe, for Oz, for Tire Club, for Heck, uh, thank you for joining us today. Follow us on all our social media stuff. It's not like we updated, but follow us anyway. <laughs> and then uh, we'll see you again next week. In 2019, new year, new us. Hopefully, less bugginess. And we'll be, as always, we'll be right here at all, on allgames.com. Shazam. <laughs>